Welcome, Alcoa football fans and family, to another installment of the Twin City Certified and Maryville Game of the Week. Right now, it's the Bob Ramsey State Rep District 20 pregame show paid for by Bob Ramsey for State Rep. That's the committee to elect Bob Ramsey State Rep, Bob Ramsey Treasurer. Heath, tonight it's a, it's a game that we're really not going to find out much about Alcoa. This is going to be more like a basically a walk-through scrimmage as we prepare for Maryville next week. It's a, it's a game where Alcoa will take on a team that dresses maybe 30 players. It, 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 they're, they're very small very outmanned, and as uh, one story I read is they're rebuilding. And they were, if, if they're rebuilding this year, they got beat 42 to nothing last year. It could be a long night for the Highlanders. Marty, uh, the way we used to say it, I hear it is they're about to be taken out behind the woodshed. Right. I have a feeling that's what's going to happen tonight um, as they face the Tornadoes. The Highlanders are young. The Tornadoes are experienced. They've got a lot of depth on this team. You know, looking at the Highlanders roster, Marty, it's about a page, maybe half of a page. You look at the Alcoa roster, you can probably go two or three. So there's not only a lot of talented players in the starting lineup, but there's a lot of depth. And it's going to be difficult for the Highlanders to be able to keep the momentum and really just keep up with the pace of the Alcoa Tornadoes. Also, I think, Marty, the question I'm curious about tonight is, is this Alcoa defense going to allow more than 25 yards for the season. In the week one, they only allowed one total yard of offense. In week two, they only allowed 22 total yards of offense. So they have yet through two combined games to give up 25 total yards of offense to their opponents. It's been extremely impressive. And this defense is only getting better tonight as Greg Carroll is back. Yeah, they'll limit his snaps. He won't get a whole lot of playing time, but they just kind of want to see where he's at as he's kind of nursing uh, a hip that just had some scar tissue around that had to be cleaned up in the offseason. Uh, but they want to get him out there and get him up to game speed before they take on Maryville next week at Maryville High School, which will be the game of the week, of course, right here, but in the state of Tennessee. Tonight, this game uh, will probably feature a lot of underclassmen for Alcoa. Uh, the starters will play the entire first half and at least one series into the second half from the coaching staff, uh, what, from what they said pregame. So we'll find out more. This game was 42 to nothing last year. As you said, Alcoy gave up 22 yards against Blackman, one yard of offense last week against Austin East, and he, it's going to be really hard, for, uh, under my estimation, for – the Highlanders to pick up a first down tonight. I just do not see it happening. Yeah, Marty, another interesting thing, and we talked about it last week, and we'll see if Alcoa can continue with this week, is last season Alcoa outscored their region 305-0. to zero. Didn't allow a single point in region play, which was the first time in Coach Gary Rankin's tenure at Alcoa High School that he had a team do that um, this season so far. Obviously, one region play game. Played Alcoa 1-0, defeated Austin East 55-0. Have an opportunity tonight to see if they can continue that shutout streak of regional opponents. And, uh, Marty, I imagine they will do just that. They have outscored their opponents on the year 90-7. to And, Heath, that, uh, that, 
that touchdown they gave up was not by the defense. It was the offense fumbled, and Blackman ran it back for a touchdown. So they – this defense is just nasty and ugly, and so is the offensive line. And one of the questions tonight, who will be the Alcoa starting quarterback? I've heard two different, two different people. Uh, nobody knows. Coaching staff said they didn't know, but we've heard rumors – uh, I've heard rumors of two different starters. We'll find out when game starts. This is the Bob Ramsey State Representative District 20 pregame show paid for by the committee to elect Bob Ramsey, Bob Ramsey treasurer. We'll be back in two minutes with more of the pregame show and a special guest coming up right after this. Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, and I am running for re-election to represent District 20 in the Tennessee State Legislature. It has been an honor to represent the interests of Blount County and Nashville. The history and development of our community are at the forefront of the decision I am asked to make in the legislature. Throughout my years of service, your calls, emails, and letters have played a large part in the decisions I have made. With your dedicated civil engagement and insight, I have continued to introduce support and pass legislation you have asked for resulting in growth and progress. There is still much to be done, especially in these unprecedented times before us. Proven leadership and know-how is imperative as we address the difficult issues that lay ahead. When I say your choice for your voice, that means I will continue to fight for your choices. I have yet to waver in my commitment to speak for all of Blount County the best way I know how. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blunt County forward. I'm Bob Ramsey, and I approve this message. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maryville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maryville. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. All right, this is Marty Millsap back at Alcoa High School. Joining me now is Kent Johnson, and he's going to tell us a little bit of some of the stuff that he does around the community during the offseason with some of these players. Uh, not only is it a, you know, a weight training and conditioning program, but gets into all aspects of life and teaches life skills and a foundation that the, uh, young men can take with them throughout their adult life. Kent, just let us know. Give us, first of all, the name of your organization and what you do. Well, uh, it all started at Dawson Memorial Baptist Church. We have a weight room there, so I started doing some strength conditioning about 10 years ago. 
uh, with some of the Wimbledon athletes, and uh, pretty soon word got around, and I started having athletes from all different schools. Uh, the Wimbledon dance team's been very dedicated for about 10 years now. They've been showing up. Wow. Um, basketball players from Maryville, uh, Heritage football players, Greenback football players. The large part of them are the players. We do uh, about two nights a week. We do a hard strength conditioning. I mean hard strength conditioning. I'm, I'm from a Dan Gable, Pat Summit, you know, Navy SEAL type. But we're going to hit it hard and hard and hard. I'm going to make you as good as I can be. And then we're going to have our devotion time. So we do a lot of strength conditioning, a lot of body weight stuff. Uh, a lot of what I do is to actually build character. I hammer in mantras or maxims to them. Uh, be better today than you were yesterday. Invest in people. You know, greatness has a price. Excellence is a habit. These are things you have to do everything the right way every time. Give great effort in everything you do. Losers never make excuses. I'll find a way or I'll make a way. These are things they should repeat. Like I'll start to say part of it, and if they don't say the second half, we're going to do 100 push-ups. <laughs> and we're going to do it so they get, we're going to do it so they get. And I leave, you know, I have to leave. So we do this, and uh, it's something that's been very successful. We've had a lot of great kids there. and uh, We have a local powerlifting team that you know a lot of guys from. Oh, I yeah. Powerlifting. Most of us are over 50, and uh, we've been kind of, uh, doing the same thing, investing in the community. We've uh, raised uh, money for Isaiah House. We've done some things for Save Our Children. They're really just great guys. I and mean, some of these guys are superhuman. I mean, the things they can do, Kevin Dukes, Paul Burns. I know Kevin. Kevin was always a hoss back in high school. Even. He's, he's made, the good Lord made him to finish press. Uh, you know, John Howe used to play linebacker for the University of Michigan. Uh, he's one of us. So we've got this group, and, and they're really good about setting an example and we try to we try to really do that Chris Marsh you know um, you need to be a great father but you need to be a great father on your children and other children as well it takes a village and it's something I'm very passionate about you know I, I put my career on hold for 12 years I'm in the center for every kids I had 60 to 80 kids every day from first graders to 18 wow that's what I did I never had any problems no I had I had every type it was a very eclectic mix I had every type of uh, demographics you could imagine. Didn't care. They were all my kids. We had zero problems. And we invested in making them better. And uh, it's something I'm very passionate about. And, uh, you know, the people don't realize this, but like the Iron Age team, we won a national championship, team championship. We've got three world champions on the team right now. I don't know if you remember David Russell, not played linebacker, greenback back in the day. You know, he's a multi-time world champion. Uh, we've got some other guys that are going to break records by the end of this year. And we try to invest back in the community. Uh, we've got some of these Alcoa kids here. You were talking about Gray Carroll a while ago. I'll tell you something about Gray. Gray's worked with me some. Gray is probably the best example I've ever seen of a kid that's dominant on the field, coachable, hardworking, and a great kid. It's very rare you have somebody that's that dominant, that's, that's that coachable. I mean, he's something else, uh, Bauman, you know, Braxton Bauman. Good ball player. Oh, he's, he's a great kid, tough kid. He's very explosive. People don't realize how strong he is because he's not huge. But he's somebody we're going to recruit for our power team when he graduates. <laughs> he's, he's going to get some major deadlifts for us. T.T. Uh, Sutter, you know, outstanding athlete. Uh, you know, you've got uh, Pecora, the pulling guard. Pecora's got really good hips. If you watch him when he moves, he's low to the ground. His hips stay under him, and he gets some really great leverage. And uh, when they had the shutdown because of the health care issue, you know, we came out to my house. I've got a bunch of land out there. We worked uh-huh. out on there. We, did, we ran hills. We flipped tires. But we still had our devotion time. You know, uh, I said some of my, my Miracle basketball players, Chessie Lingerfeld, I don't know if Chessie or not. She's a oh, yeah. super kid, tough little kid, man. She uh, she did outstanding. She was there. Uh, she took no junk from anybody. She, uh, you know, she led by example. and That's awesome. uh, That's what we did. It's about, and, I, and what we try to do is try to inspire other fathers especially. 
to lead by example in the community, step up, be, and I tell people this all the time, be the hero your children deserve to have. And if, if you don't, if you never had that model, I've got some buddies I can introduce you to, and you watch their life, it's Stevie Llewellyn. I think he's one of the best guys I've ever met. You know, if you, if you need to know how to be a great Christian man, a great father, go follow Stevie Llewellyn around. Paul Burris and these guys, you know, if I can put you people where they can model their behavior after that, Think about all these kids. What if you had a world for Stevie Llewellyn? Um, Stevie Llewellyn is a Christian that does it the right way. I'll tell you a funny story. I think we had a second. We were in high school. Stevie's younger than I am. And there's some kids uh, telling a, an off-color joke. Stevie walks by. They shut up. Right. And he was younger than they were. And he just, he just demands that type of respect, but he's not belligerent about it. He or, he's the friendliest guy, nicest guy in the world. Known him forever. He's so pure about his intent and his beliefs that it resonates across people who may not believe the same way. Exactly. I played uh, softball with uh, with Stevie. He was on our team for, oh, my gosh, three years. One of the best teammates I ever had. And, you know, the rest of the team was a wild bunch. It was, you know, everybody had their own thing. Everybody did their own thing. Everybody also respected Stevie and what he did and said. And it was it was amazing. Stevie is good for our community. It's good to have him back. I think he lived in Murfreesboro yeah. for a while. I'm glad he came back. Uh, Braxton Bauman, uh, a senior here at Alcoa, he's got a lot of Stevie. And he's a lot like that. Remember Shannon Mitchell? Jr. Yeah, yeah. Little Shannon, uh, one of my favorite kids. Uh, you know, I love him. love him dearly. love that whole family. Shannon's a lot like that. You know, uh, just a, an outstanding man. And, and what we need to lift these kids up. We need to be praying for these kids. And we need to be supporting these kids when they do things the right way as much as they can. And I appreciate you giving me a format here. And you got to watch Marty. I'll talk your off because I get excited. That's okay. Just one more question, and we got to go for a break. But what is your takeaway from from your group? What do you get out of it? Uh, I get out of. I get to watch these kids get better every day. I I, I can't stand to think of living my, letting my life rot on the vine. Every day when I wake up, Marty, and, and I mean this as sure as I can, I want to make my life better. I want someone else's life better, and I want people to see God through the life that I live. If I lay down tonight, and I'm not doing those three things, I've wasted a day. Have you ever listened to Coach Bryant's speech that he used to read every day? Because what you're talking about right now is the speech. He read it at his, at his retirement. You can look it up on YouTube. Just go Coach Bryant's speech or poem. And he, he'll read it, and everything that you've said about not wasting a day, he would get up he would read that every morning. He'd read it during the afternoon after lunch. Um, just to make sure he was on track. But if you get a chance, watch that. And anybody that's listening out there, if you've not heard Coach Bryant's speech or poem, he didn't write it, but he carried it around in his uh, coat pocket or pants pocket every day. He had it on him every day. And you were asking, I don't charge for this. I never will because I, I don't want anyone to ever think, I don't want these kids to ever think I'm getting anything out of it other than invest because I hammered them all the time, invest in people, invest in people, cause positive ripple effects in everything you do. Think about if we had, hey, if everyone caused a single positive ripple effect every day, what that does, any negativity. What about somebody suffering from depression? They oh, can't man. suffer from depression by themselves if we lift them up. A high tide raises all boats. You know, That's another uh, speech that I've heard, too. So these, these are things that you know, I hammer in these kids, and the more they hear, like you can go to one of my kids right now, you'll see them say, greatness has a, and they better say price. You say, I'll find a way, I'll make a way. They should be able to repeat that. I want it so ingrained in their memory when they're 100 years old and they can't remember their own name and need help getting up in their bed. If somebody says, I'll find a way, they better say, I'll make a way. How do they get in touch with you about this program? Uh, they can talk to any of the, the coaches, the dance team coach, William Blunt, any the coaches here. All, all I require is you're a good kid, you want to get better, you're willing to work, you don't mind me talking about Jesus' son, and, <laughs> and you got to be able to put up. I'm tough. 
but I, I will never ask you to do anything. We do it. You know, like we do a thousand push-ups every now and then. I leave. If I don't do it, you don't do it. So there's nothing. I mean, I'm one that. That's how I coach. I like it. If I can't do it, I'll never ask you to. Do it. So uh, I'm, I love I'm, it. I'm I'm sore because I'm old. Lead by example. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> I, I did some push-ups today before I came here too. It's a, a workout that my da- daughter taught me. It's called blackjack. But regardless of that. Uh, Kent, thank you for your time. Thank I wish you. we had more time with no, you up here. No, I appreciate it. Uh, come back anytime. You're more than welcome. Uh, I've known you for, oh, gosh, high school, primo high school, days. Primo days. Yeah, primo. Back, in the, back in the day. So uh, live a good life. Good guy. You can trust your children with him. You can trust him to make your children into better people. Uh, but it all starts at home, and we appreciate your time with us here, Kent. Thank, Thank you, you very much. You're awesome. I appreciate it. Hey, no problem. Hey, we're going to take another <laughs> short break, 60 seconds. We come back, we'll have Heath. And Scott Dunkel, and they've got a very special uh, broadcaster they're going to have with him right after this. We are Windy City Grill, and we brought Chi-Town Taste to the 865. Chicago-style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. At Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville. Yeah. Well, two-way player. That's awesome. Do you ever get tired? 
couple times. Couple times for the most part, so you're good. Yeah. That's great. Um, now, practice, you, you feeling like you got the offense down pretty good, defense pretty good? Yeah, I definitely think uh, offense. I'm good at both. Yeah. Now, which which side of the field is better right now for your team? Is your offense better or is your team's defense better? Defense. Defense for sure? Mm-hmm. Okay. Who's the best player on defense? I mean, <laughs> we have, in my opinion, I think it's me because I can play cornerback, okay. receiver. If I wanted to, I could probably play left outside linebacker. Okay. Okay, gotcha. What about, what are some other key players on the team we should be looking out for if we came to watch our going green back? Well, um, Amari Flores, okay. um, Colin Haas, those are our three players, me, Colin Haas, and Amari Flores. Awesome. Awesome. Well, that's great. Well, Lincoln, they're about to do the national anthem. We're going to take a break, and we're going to come back in just a minute. We'll talk a little bit more, okay? Okay. You're listening to the Twin City Certified in Maryland. We'll be right back. Tired of your current job? Looking for a career change? Want to stay home in Blunt County? then check out the many job openings and company career pages at blountareajobs.com. Here you'll find complete job descriptions and an easy application process. Don't waste any more time. Get to searching for your next career. You can find Blunt Area Jobs on Facebook and Instagram. West Chevrolet, doing business in Blunt County for 88 years. West Chevrolet is located on the airport motor mile and has been a leader in our community serving the good people of Blunt County for four generations. Whether you're looking to buy new, pre-owned, or get service for your automobile, think West Chevrolet. West Chevrolet is happy to partner with all the local high schools and wishes everyone a happy and safe fall season for your sport. Whether you're a tornado, rebel, mountaineer, or governor, you can find the auto, help, or service you need at West Chevrolet. Reach us at 970-9378 or online at westchevrolet.com. You can also find us on Facebook. We're here to serve the good people of Blunt County. We do what we say at West Chevrolet. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. In Blount County, we believe in faith, family, and football. That's what our neighbor Jerome Moon is fighting to protect in Nashville. A conservative who stands with our veterans, Jerome Moon cut taxes on groceries and created jobs for Blount County families. Jerome increased funding for public schools, is endorsed by the NRA, and will never defund our police. Veteran, businessman, leader, Jerome Moon. Paid for by Jerome Moon for State House, Steve West Treasurer. Welcome back in to the Twin Cities Certified and Very Health Game of the Week. I'm Ethan and We just finished up the National Anthem and back on the headset with me is Lincoln. Lincoln, we just got done talking about your team and some of the key players to look out for this season. Let's talk a little bit more about the big boys right now. So, Alex 
Krakoa Tornadoes, 2-0 and to start the season, getting ready to hopefully go 3-0 and tonight against Scott County. What have you seen from them so far this year that you're impressed with? Uh, defense, definitely. Mm-hmm. They're a uh, defense. Yeah, defense has been very solid, yet to allow 25 total yards for the season. Just absolutely insane. Very impressive. And uh, you know, Lincoln, uh, the scoreboard right now, says Alcoa 99, Scott County 0. We think that's a little bit of forecasting of tonight's game. Yeah, that's, yeah. Pretty close. Yeah, predictions. <laughs> yeah, it's going to it's gonna be a tough game, I'd say, for, for Scott County to get anything going. You know, uh, they've got a, he's a very experienced team in Alcoa, good on both sides of the ball. You've got two quarterbacks really rotating in and out on Alcoa's side this year with Zach Lunsford and uh, Saskar McCrary, the transfer from California. What do you think of him so far? Um, I think he's very mobile. Yeah. can do it all. Yeah, very. He's, he's fast. Yeah. Absolutely. I think he runs a 4-5-40, so he's pretty impressive. Zach Lunsford's got a pretty good arm. And then when you need some trickeration, they bring in Camden Burden, have Burden run a little bit with a wildcat on the offensive side. And, you know, we've got uh, we've got um, probably a Mr. Football candidate and Greg Carroll back on the field tonight. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's very impressive at the defensive end position. We'll get some work from him tonight. And, uh, Lincoln, I know you and I also talked at the break, uh, a little off topic, but about another sport that's going on right now, uh, the NBA playoffs. Um, I, and I heard you're rooting for the Lake Show. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you, who, who do you think it's going to come down to? Who do you think the Lakers are going to play? If they make it to the finals, who do you think makes it if they play again? The Bucks. The Bucks. I would the Bucks. Okay, so we're thinking the Bucks are going to come back in their series. You think they're going to win the Eastern Conference Finals, and it's going to be Bucks, Lakers, NBA Finals. That or Celtics and Lakers. Okay, Celtics are a pretty good team too. Them and the Raptors have a pretty good series going. Raptors just finally got a win, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. You got some good predictions there. I definitely agree with the uh, Lakers as well. Uh, Trevor Dunkel and myself, big Lakers fans, so. Uh, we're, we might be a little biased, but we're hoping to see them in the finals. So we'll see if LeBron and Anthony Davis can do it. And you brought up a great point at the break. You know, one of the things that's going to be crucial there is if Anthony Davis can stay healthy. Yeah, it seems like he's always hurt. Yeah, always hurt. Always got something wrong. So hopefully the time before the bubble, he has the time to recover and we'll stay injury-free. But uh, they, Lincoln, they just did the coin toss, and Scott County won the toss, but they declined. So Alcoa... Um, has the option now to choose. More than likely, typically in that case, Alcoa is going to choose to receive because that means Scott County will get it in the second half. So Scott County declined. Alcoa has elected to receive. So we'll get things going just here in a few minutes. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Marty Millsaps and myself on the headset to bring you tonight's ball game. Lincoln, thanks so much for being on the headset with us tonight. And a thank you for everyone tuning in to the pregame show. We'll be back in a few minutes. We all want our loved ones to be safe. Denso in Maryville is at the forefront of creating technology for safer vehicles while keeping their employees safe with social distancing, face coverings, thermal screenings, and more. Join the exciting automotive market with Denso in a fast, challenging, clean, and safe environment. Starting hourly pay is more than $14 with an increase to more than $15 after 90 days, plus 401k, paid holidays, and vacation. Start your future now. Visit DenzoCareers.com production to apply. Equal opportunity employer. El Himidor Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. 
open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Himidor offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Himidor Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Himidor Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Welcome back to Goddard Field in Alcoa, where we are set to get underway in just a few moments. It will be Scott County Highlanders kicking off. They are wearing their road white jerseys with red numerals outlined in black with red sleeves over red football pants with a white stripe down the side. Their helmets are white with red stripe and a red S. As they kick to Alcoa, it will be Sankey taking it. He's going to look for a wall to the left. He's got it. It's actually Ronald Jackson. He turns it upfield, out past the 35, out past the 40, loses his footing, and goes down at the 42-yard line. Nice return there by Ronald Jackson to get things started, Heath. Yeah, Action Jackson, Marty, a senior wide receiver for the Alcoa Tornadoes. We'll probably be calling his name a lot this season. And Marty, starting at the quarterback position tonight for Alcoa, number eight, Camden Burden. Yeah, we got word that he was going to be starting tonight. It is Camden Burden, the do-all thing for Alcoa, linebacker, safety, wide receiver, quarterback. He does it all. And it will be Sankey going in motion. It will be a fake to Sankey and Burden taking it on a sneak just right up the middle, running over top of players and out to midfield where that will set up second down and two. Nice read by Burden, taking it up the right side after reading the defensive end there on the option. Captain himself went up the middle and now close to the 50, pretty much on the 50 now. And Marty, a surprising move to see Camden starting, but maybe just trying to mix some things up, play in Miracle next week. Maybe you want to hide a few things, but also see what you've got in Burden to know kind of what you can work with next week and probably the biggest would be the biggest game of the season so far against the Miracle Rebels. Indeed, and we're going to see what Alcoa's got tonight. They'll come out with Burden under center, two tight ends, one receiver, eye formation, and it'll be Sankey dotting the eye and getting the football. Breaks the tackle to the line of scrimmage, breaks a second, a third, finally brought down as he picks up the Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down at the Highlander 44-yard line. Alcoa on the move here early, 10:44 left in the first quarter. We're scoreless from Goddard Field in Alcoa. And now Sankey will set in a slot to the right, and the lone setback will be number 25, I believe, and it's going to be a screen pass. It looked like it short hopped, and it will be Sankey making the reception. He turns it upfield. And we'll get back to the line of scrimmage and no further, but I guess they called that a lateral because he said did look like it bounced before it got to Sankey. Yeah, it did, Marty. But, yeah, it'll be second and ten now for Alcoa. Sankey not able to get any farther after making the grab. Um, Marty, Sankey, someone who missed last week against Austin East. They had him sitting out. 
played the first game of the season, was quite impressive at the running back position, had 20 carries, 131 yards, and one touchdown, um, but has had some ankle issues over the years, may have been bothering him a little bit, and they decided to give him a week off. It'll be Cox out wide left, two tight ends and one two back in the backfield, and it will be a fake. It'll be Burden once again on the keeper, this time to the left side. He's inside the 40, down to the 39, and that will set up third down and five now for Alcoa. And I would guess, Heath, this is probably two-down territory. Yeah, I certainly agree with you, Marty. I think for the most part, Alcoa is able to get at least two, three yards every carry. The Scott County defense isn't big enough to really slow this Alcoa team down, and uh, it's going to be tough for them all night. It looks like Derek Foster is the other back that was in the game. He'll remain there, or is that 35 now? There's not a 35 on the roster, so it looks like that would be Rick Foster at fullback. It'll turn. They'll give the ball to Sankey. He's still on his feet, moving forward. He's down to about the 35-yard line. He's going to be a little over a yard shy of a first down. It'll be fourth down and a very long one. Cox will come off the field. He'll be replaced by Summerall. And this is almost where you're going to see the stack eye, or the Maryland eye, as they call it on the video games. Yeah, you've got Luke Summerall coming into the game. Took out a receiver, put another big running back in the game. So, Derek Foster, Luke Summerall, and we'll see who else they put in the backfield here with Burden. Looks like they may be giving it to – so, they'll have Summerall, then Foster, then Sankey in the stack eye. Dotting the eye, Burden takes a snap. He gives it to Sankey. Sankey hitting the backfield, breaks a tackle, jersey stretched, pulling Highlanders with him down to the 33-yard line. Not a great job by there by the offensive line, but Sankey gets it on his own and picks up another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Keeps those feet churning there, Martin. is able to drag it out just enough to get that Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. For the Tornadoes, so now 7:42 and counting off here in the clock of the first quarter, zero to zero, and Alcoa with the football in their first possession, driving down the field. And it will be Cox will be the receiver flanked wide right, and it will be an eye formation set side of the quarterback who's in a spread. They're going to turn. They're going to throw really quickly out to Cox, and he gets to the outside, breaks one tackle, high step to 20, and slips another tackle before he's pushed out of bounds at the Highlander 13-yard line. A nice pitch and catch and an even better run by Isaiah Cox as he picks up another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. You're listening to the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. Yeah, only Cox's second reception of the season so far through three games. He was utilized a lot more running the football so far this year, especially last week with Ahmad Sankey out. Cox has four rushing attempts, 106 yards, and two touchdowns. Marty, he's averaging 26 yards per carry. And that one will help his catch average, too, as the snap comes back and a shotgun. The blitz is on, and it looks like Burden will go down in a pile. Somebody didn't pick someone up over there. One of the backs should have stayed in and blocked there. And that will set up a second down now, and... Looks like 17. They'll need to go. They're at the 21. They'll need to go down to the four, just inside the four, for a first down. So it looks like second and 17, short 17, long 16. But uh, 
offensive line has not looked sharp tonight, Heath. No, not yet, Marty. And uh, two receivers coming to the ball game as Landon Ford and Braden Anderson enter the game. So looking to spread some things out here on this play. Burden will work from a shotgun. It will be Ronald Jackson, the setback with him. Sankey's in the slot, now in motion. And they'll fake it to Sankey, give on a crossbuck to Ronald Jackson. And he'll take it down to about the 15-yard line and was tackled and aggressively and brought down by number 52. That is C.J. Collier of the Highlanders. Good open field tackle there by Scott County. Here's something, Marty, that Alcoa's going to have to look out for here is if you don't get the first down, you think you know, this might be kicking territory, try to get a field goal. But I think they're still really trying to fill out Jeff Foley, the new, the new kicker this season. Does he have the leg? We've seen uh, you know one or two missed extra points so far this year, probably some nerves being a new kicker. But it'll be interesting to see if they allow him to, to try to kick a field goal. Shotgun give is the Sankey, just basically off tackle to the right. He gets it down near the 10-yard line. So, and he's in the middle of the field, so if Alcoa does decide to kick, we're looking at about a 27-yarder. Actually, 28 as the ball will be at the 11, and that's what they're going to do. Yep. Lunsford will be on the hold, and it will be Jet Foley to kick, and we'll see where they set the ball at. They're going to set it down at the 19-yard line. This will officially be 29 yards. The ball is in the middle of the field. There is 5.13 left in the first quarter, clock running. We're scoreless. First drive for the Tornadoes. Snap, set, is all good. The kick up, the kick high enough, long enough, and plenty good. That would have been good from 38 yards, Heath. As he splits the uprights, Alcoa takes a 3 to nothing lead with 4.58 left to go in the first. Let's take a 30-second break. We'll be back with more of the Twin Cities Certified in Marable Game of the Week right after this. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653. Or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Alcoa set the kick. We're at Goddard Field. They just took a 3-0 lead on a 29-yard field goal by Jet Foley out of the hold of Zach Lunsford. It will be Foley now to kick as he places the ball on the tee at the 40-yard line. Back deep for the Highlanders is number three, that is River Gray, and number four, Hugo Henry. Or is that 41? I think that's William Young, number 41. And the kick is away. It's high end over end. It will be playable, and it will bounce at the 10, and it will be picked up by River Gray, and he will turn up field and just get clocked as he gets out to the 17-yard line. Man, I would hate to run back kicks against Alcoa at full speed like that. You've got to get up field. You've got to find your seam and get to where you're going. If not, you're just a sitting target for those guys. Marty, we'll see here now the impressive Alcoa defense on the field, along with Gray Carroll making his first start of the season. 
And he will start at the left defensive end spot. He puts a hand on. Actually, he's going from an upright stance. It's actually like a 4-3 defense now for the Tornadoes. And the defensive ends, however, jump. That'll be free five yards for Scott County and a victory for the Highlanders. You see Alcoa do that all the time, uh, and rarely do you see that used against them. But in that case there, the whole defensive front moved. Yeah, they got Alcoa getting a little too antsy trying to get in that backfield. It looked like they were going to bring a blitzer on Isaiah Cox. And they get Alcoa to jump. So free yardage for the Highlanders, and they start off moving in the right direction. They do indeed. 4-52-3-0 Alcoa here early in the first quarter, or late in the first quarter. Alcoa's had the ball the entire time except for six seconds. Oh, wow. Marty, we had it wrong. Yeah, we did. It looked like the evidently somebody on the offensive front for the Highlanders moved. All four offensive or defensive linemen for Alcoa jumped, but they were drawn off by the Highlanders. So it'll be first and 15 now with 4.52 left. 3 nothing Alcoa. 4-3 defense. It'll be a give to number 44 just right up the middle. He's a big, burly guy. That's Ashton Rowe. And he goes out past the 20 to about the 21. Actually, that's out past the 16, I beg your pardon. And it will be second down now and 13 or 14. Going to give him two on the carry. Snap will come back to the quarterback. Well, now he's going to look over to the sideline for a new play or an audible. Number 11, that's Alex Chambers. Chambers has Rowe next to him in the backfield with three receivers to the left. And it's going to be a quick throw, and that ball's, ooh, you got to get the ball out a lot quicker than that. The pass was intended for Phoenix Norris, and he, that's not going to get it done. You know, uh, a lot of time getting that ball out of his hands, and uh, Balcoa, he hit the back, would have had his eyes up. He probably would have been able to pick that one off and take it to the house. They'll start breaking on the ball a lot quicker as this game goes on because that guy loads up and just telegraphs his pass. 4.05, clock stopped with the incompletion. Third down and 13 for the Highlanders on their own 16-yard line. And Chambers will take. He will keep. Actually, he's going to give the ball on a delay just right up the middle to number 44. That's Ashton Rowe, and he'll be – Bang down hard, and he'll lose a yard as the ball will go back to the 15. So negative four yards offensively so far for Scott County on the night. Not looking too good so far. Scott County will look to punt, and Alcoa will have great field position as they've got Jackson waiting back at the 40. He will await the kick, and it will be by kick almost blocked. And it's going to hit short. It will take a sideways roll. A good good hop there for Alcoa as they'll take over at the 32-yard line. And they may have called running into the kicker, Heath. There is a flag down in the kicker. That is number six. That's Brady Strunk. And it looks like the Tornadoes may. We'll see what they're going to do. That may be a, a hold. It looks like they're going to mark it off against the Highlanders. No. 
It must have been running into the kicker, which would not have accounted for a first down, so they just declined the penalty and give it to Alcoa on the 32. The Highlander 32. First and 10. Sankey will be the back, and it's going to be a new quarterback in the game, and that is Zach Lunsford. He'll be in a shotgun with one receiver to the right, two to the left. He's going to look quickly. He's going to throw. He's got a wide open and screen. Waiting on a block is Braden Anderson. He picks it up, makes one, two guys miss. Finally, he's herded down at about the 22-yard line. A nice little uh, how do you do by Braden Anderson. Well, it looks like he was having a meeting with the defense as it took the whole defense just to bring him down. But a good quick throw by Lunsford as Lunsford with his first pass of the night and a good job by Braden Anderson. little juke, jive, wiggle, and dive all his way to getting a Alcoa Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. And it'll be at the 22, just outside of. It will be Lunsford still in at quarterback and a shotgun. He'll have a tight end to the right and a receiver to each side. He'll have two running backs, and that will be a timeout. Cox and Sankey were the two running backs, and the play clock was about to expire, so Lunsford calls a timeout. We'll take a Lloyd's Lawn Care timeout with them. We'll be back in 30 seconds with more first quarter action from Goddard Field as Alcoa leads Scott County 3 nothing. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as timeout protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865-389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense. We're back on first down. It'll be Sankey. He'll turn the corner on the right, just off tackle, he'll get it down to about the 16, 17-yard line. They're going to say second and five. Alcoa quickly out of the huddle, and Lunsford in a shotgun. He'll have Sankey with him, and number 44, that is Taheran Sudruth, with him also in the backfield. And the give will go to Sudruth. Lunsford, or no, Lunsford keeps it uh, off the hand, fake handout, but he takes it upfield, gets down. To about the, it looks like he's about a yard shy of a first down. It'll be at the 14-yard line. It's going to be a long one. It's going to be third and a long one. This is definitely two-down territory. Camden Burden back in the game now. And he will be at quarterback. And it will be the stack eye. And it will be Sankey dotting the eye with two tight ends. It's going to be a pitch to Sankey. Catches it, turns it upfield, picks up a block. Five, four, three, two, one. And they're going to say touchdown. He did get it just inside the pylon on the left side of the field. So Alcoa jumps out now to a nine to nothing lead on a 14 yard run by Ahmad Instant Sankey. And that's an Everding Orthodontics touchdown. Foley in for the PAT, Lunsford on the hold. 
snap, the hold, the kick up, the kick just inside the right upright, and it is now Alcoa 10, Scott County 0, with 1 minute and 11 seconds left to go in the first quarter. We'll take another 30-second break, and we'll be back with more of the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week right after this. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. NMLS 1641325. We're back at Goddard Field on the campus of Alcoa City Schools where the Tornadoes lead the Highlanders 10 to nothing with one minute and 11 seconds left to go in the first quarter. Alcoa just scored off a 14-yard run by Ahmad Instant Sankey. The kick high, end over end, angled towards the far sideline, and is caught and then dropped. And falling back on it, it looks like that was number 44, an up man, Ashton Rowe, who also is a running back in the Highlander offense. Marty, Jeff always going to have to be careful with that type of kick. It's- Last week against Austin East, he did that a few times, running the risk of that going out of bounds. And I think Scott County might have been able to move that time, and that might have happened on that play as well if they weren't careful. And Gray Carroll showing a little rust. He jumps off sides, and immediately he'll go to the sideline. They just they wanted to get him some playing time tonight and you know make sure he had some of the rust knocked off and ready for Maryville next week. This young man is a playmaker and a game changer. He's getting a, uh, a word from Coach Rankin over on the sidelines after jumping offside. It'll be Sudrath taking his place on the defensive side as it'll be a pistol formation and the snap back to Chambers. He'll turn and he'll hand the ball off to number 44. That's Rowe. Rowe gets out to about the 38, 37. It'll be short of a first down. It will be second down and one. And quickly to the line of scrimmage go the Highlanders with Chambers under center in eye formation. And they go quickly, and it will be Chambers taking the snap, just pulling straight ahead, and picks up a first down for the Scott County Highlanders. Their first of the evening with 51 seconds left to go in the first quarter. They now have... Marty, there appears to be a flag on the field. We'll see what they end up calling. I think they're going to call that uh, the offensive line was not set for the Highlanders, and that's a huge mistake by them. Yeah, just started getting a little bit of momentum, and as soon as you do it, you just kind of take the air out of the tires by making a mistake like that. And after this penalty, this will give them officially zero yards. to. Oh, they're going to call it against Alcoa. They're going to call encroachment. By Alcoa. So that'll be five yards and a first down for Scott County. Alcoa with, with so far, Heath, two encroachment calls on this. Oh, they're going to call a personal foul. 
Wow. And Rankin will not be happy about that. I don't know who it was. I mean, it got lost in the fray. But regardless, they will have the ball now due to the Highlanders in Alcoa territory at the 48-yard line. There's now 40 seconds left to go in the first. It's 10 nothing Alcoa. Shotgun formation for Scott County. And they'll turn. They'll hand the ball off to number six. Doesn't like things happening up the middle. Tries to bounce it outside. And Strunk cannot get there as he'll be pulled down for about a half a yard loss. Heath, if you're going to try to bounce it outside on the tornadoes, you better make up your mind in a hurry. And not only that, your feet better be moving. Marty, if you're going to try to bounce it outside on the tornadoes, don't. Right. <laughs> Just lower your head and go up the field. And it is going to be a shotgun formation once again, second and 11. And Chambers tries to drive the tornadoes offside. And now he'll look to the sideline to get the audible. And that will be the end of the first quarter with Alcoa leading 10 to nothing. And we will be back at Goddard Field for second quarter action right after this 60-second break. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation, review, and assurance services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock & Company online at whitlockcpa.com. Goddard Field. We will now enter the second quarter. Alcoa up 10-0 and the Highlanders on the move at the Alcoa 49. They have it second down and 11 as Chambers works from a shotgun. The running back is Strunk with him in the backfield. He has a receiver in number three, Gray to the right and two receivers to the left. And Rowe will be the wingback on the left. And the give will be to that is Strunk, and he's not going to get back to the line of scrimmage. He's going to be mauled down for about a two-yard loss back at the Highlander 49-yard line, and that'll set up third down now and 13. Good luck on this play. Heath, we spoke about, you know, the game plan for the Highlanders. They're not playing to win. They're basically just trying to manage how bad they get beat. Slow the game down. Yes. And Chambers in the shotgun. He'll move his tailback now. That's number two. That's Brandon Carson behind him. And he'll have two receivers, three receivers to the right, one to the left. They move right to left on your listening device. And he will roll right, and he'll be hit as he throws late and almost picked off over on the far sideline by number six of the Tornadoes. That's Eddie Salter. And he that had no chance, never from the start, that he looked like he was going to complete anything or even get the ball off. It's now fourth down and 13 
at their own 49-yard line. And it will be punt time now, and it will be Strunk in the kick. Well, Mark, something we haven't seen, I feel like, most of the season is Alcoa field a punt. Most of the time yeah. they've gotten out of the way. Obviously, some punts have been short, but I'd be curious to see if they get under one of these tonight. Not on that one. That one ends up a shankopotamus, and it hits in the bleachers about five or six rows back on the far visiting side of the field, and that punt will net two yards. Well, now we're going to have to put that fan in stashing. <laughs> yeah, we do. No, no return yards. Fair catch from the stands. <laughs> If this Alcoa offense can continue to keep things going as they currently lead 10-0, 11-01 remaining here in the second quarter. Scott County taking a lot of time off the clock in that first quarter, which led to this 10-0 lead. Alcoa field goal on their first possession, a touchdown on their second. We'll see what they do here on their third. Two receivers each side. It's another quarterback in the game now as he completes it to number three. That's Landon Ford, the new quarterback in the game as – Saftar McCrary, and it'll pick up about six yards, and it'll be second down and four. So Alcoa letting three quarterbacks play tonight. Marty, a secret safe place for newborn social media shout-out to Brittany Neff, my dear friend, tuning in the broadcast tonight. Sent me a text a moment ago that she was tuning in. And also a shout-out to Laramie Gregory listening in from Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and it will be McCrary now just taking the snap, taking the ball down and running around the left end. He'll pick up a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down as he goes inside the 35 of the Highlanders down to the 34. Nice little run there. Just read the defense and just pulled it down and went where nobody was at. Well, and when you run a 4-5-40, Marty, that's something the defense has got to keep their eyes out for is this kid is fast. Not only does he have a good arm, or quick release, but he can move, and he's, he can do it when he needs to. Indeed he can. It'll be first and 10 for Alcoa at the 34-yard line. Also, shout-out to Kenley Shepard, Brad Roberts, Steve Stout, Mike Kilgore, Susan Stout, and more to come. And the give will go to Sankey. He picks up a block, goes off tackle to the left, finally wrapped up and dropped. And is that going to be a holding call, Heath, or a face mask? I almost wonder if it was a face mask, Marty. He was already held up by one player, and another player hit him, and then you saw the flag come out. So I'd like to assume that's a face mask. But, Marty, while they make that call, some scoreboard updates real quick for you. This is a Denzo scoreboard update. Denzo scoreboard update. Bradley Central was winning 14-0 to in the second, but the Mountaineers are now on the board 14-7. to At Ottawa, leading William Blunt in the first quarter 14-0. to Maryville leading Cleveland in the second 7-0. to Close ball game there. Uh, final score from last night, a uh, regional game, Gatlinburg-Tittman defeating Northview Academy, 37-0. to zero. In the second quarter, Austin East and Kingston knotted up at seven. And then Loudon and Brainerd, Loudon leading Brainerd 7-6. to six, And Seymour and Carter knotted up at zero in the second quarter. Mm. Some very interesting scores there across East Tennessee. And it is McCrary who will clean out the backfield and now throw a screen to the motioning. Wow, to the motioning, Ahmad Sankey, he picks it up on one hop. They're going to say it was a lateral, and it's going to turn into a big run for Ahmad Instant Sankey. Is he, or is that Jackson? 
I thought it no, was, it was Sankey. I'm pretty sure, Mark. It, it, was, was. it was a mod, and there's a flag on the field, and Again. I believe that's going to be a late hit on the defense of Scott County as Sankey was already stepping out of bounds yep. and falling, and then a Scott County player fell on top of it. Yep, that will be the call, and they'll get 15 yards back that they were penalized 10 before on the holding call. And with the penalty yardage, that will be another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. You're listening to the Twin City Certified in Maryville. Game of the week. Go down and see Riley Trapp. Tell him Marty sent you. He'll put you in a dependable and inexpensive pre-owned car. They are down 411 South on the right at the red light. It is Safdar McCreary with number nine in the backfield now, and the ball thrown up for grabs is just way overthrown. The intended receiver is number 99, Braden Anderson, and I believe that's Salter. It is Eddie Salter in the game. Eddie Salter, he's just looking over the stats from last year, led the Tornadoes in rushing at Scott County last season with 84 yards. Very impressive. Probably something Scott County may have been looking out for tonight. As a, that ball just went incomplete a moment ago from Safdar McCrary, and you see him come over to the sidelines and Rankin tell him, hey, put a little bit more on the line, not so much air under a pass like that into the end zone. You've got a talented, tall receiver there in Braden Anderson. He would have been able to come down with that. Sudras, and it's number nine on the carry. That is Harris, and he takes it upfield and inside the nine or inside the five down to – about the four, and that's going to be close to another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down, but no, they're going to call it just shy. It's going to be third down and inches. The ball resting just inside the five, and it will be Camden Burden coming on now to play quarterback. Marty Jordan Harris, the young sophomore running back on that last play, went viral last week after mm-hmm. a big-time hit against Austin East. Uh, Got that video all the way to Max Preps, a nationally high school website that covers a lot of high school sports, and he was being talked about all week. And they fake the give around to Sankey, and it will be Burden just taking it himself down to about the two, and that will be a first down for the Tornadoes with 8.29 left to go in the first half, 10 nothing Tornadoes. And, yeah, Heath, that did go viral. We were actually – I ate dinner tonight with uh, the Maribel radio crew at the station, and they invited us all there next week. They are being fed every week there at the station by the right spot here in Alcoa. So uh, we were invited to have uh, dinner with them next week before the big game, before we all head to the stadium. Well, Marty, I just heard that I was at the wrong spot. Tonight. We were at the wrong spot. Burden under center looks. He's going to have a wide open receiver, and that's going to be an easy touchdown to number 18. The major. 18. That's Major Newman. And Major Newman has an Everding Orthodontics touchdown tornadoes. That pushes the lead now to 16 to nothing, and it will be Foley on the kick, and it will be Lunsford to hold. And. Sooner or later, they're going to have to start getting a little bit more crisp on offense are the Highlanders. This game, they'll soon find out once the tornadoes start rolling, you can't really manage the clock anymore. Or do you? And just as they've been playing, just play not to get drilled. Their goal may be to just keep it under mercy rule tonight. The kick is up and doing. We're going to take another 30-second break. We'll be back with more of the Twin Cities Certified in Maryville. 
Game of the week after these messages. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maribel be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel. Back at Goddard Field where Alcoa is set to kick as they lead 17 to nothing with 7.52 remaining in the first half. Tornado's really starting to rack up the yardage now against the Highlanders. How many, how many yards do the Highlanders have tonight, Scott? Highlanders have nine yards tonight. And it's a low line drive kick fielded by number 24. He's an up man for the Highlanders as he gets it out to the 36-yard line, and that was Phoenix Norris. And we go back. There's uh, more. Jeremy Gaby, as far as a secret safe place for newborn social media shout-out. Uh, Jeremy Gaby, um, Coach Earl McMahon, Rick Howard, Christy Millsaps, Gina Rich, and more. Shotgun for the Highlanders. One back, and that is going to be Rowe. Fakes to Rowe. It's going to be the quarterback keeping, and he's going to be just pinned down and tackled for a loss at the 32-yard line. They're going to mark his forward progress to the 33, but that'll be a loss on the play. And set up second down and about 13. So back it on up. They now have six yards of total offense on the evening. Moving in the wrong direction. And before this play gets off, a secret safe place for newborn social media shout-out to Shannon Parks, Carrie Stinnett, and Avery Stinnett tuning into the ball game tonight. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in. Hope you're enjoying the show. Also a shout-out to Shane Parks as well. And more to come. Islanders in a shotgun. It will be row to the left of the quarterback, Chambers. Chambers takes that, looks, throws, and the ball was caught momentarily. They're going to call it incomplete. He had it for just a second, and then he got tackled, and the ball separated, and they're going to say incomplete. Did not have possession of the football. I believe that was a good call. And that'll set up third down now, and it looks like more like 14 than 13. The ball back to the 38. It is about, it is about 13. So the quarterback now, Chambers, in a shotgun, row to his right. They fake the snap, and it will be three receivers left and one to the right as they get the audible in from the sideline. Chambers claps, snaps, and he takes it. He's got some room to run, and then just run down by Bonham. What a good play by that young man. Number 40, Zane Bottom, a junior, 5'10", 155 pounds, just outran the quarterback to the spot there and pulled him down for no gain. When I looked, I thought there was a lot of room over there to run, Heath. Marty, that's why we call him Zane Insane in the Membrane Bottom as he is an animal on the defense. And Scott County will look to punt again. Alcoa leads 17-0, 5'55", 
58 and counting left here in the second. Looking to add upon that here as back to receive the punt return appears to be, I believe, Ronald Jackson and Camden Burden. And doing the kicking will be struck for the Highlanders. He gets it. He gets it away. It's the wobbler. It's high, end over end. It's not going to be touched down. It will take a Highlander roll down to the 35-yard line where it will be touched down at that point and be Tornado football. With 5.31 left to go in the first half, Alcoa leads 17 to nothing. And quickly, another shout-out to Laura Bonham. She sent us a really sweet message over the weekend last weekend and was really proud of the work that we did here. It was just it was super nice what she said, and I want to thank her. She's just an incredibly nice lady. If you look for a Christian, we spoke about Steve Llewellyn uh, earlier. Laura Bonham is as well. As it is now Lunsford in the game, a quarterback for Alcoa. He's going to roll right. He's going to look downfield. He's got oh, a receiver wow. open. What a gorgeous pass to number three who makes the catch. That's Ford, and he'll take it down to the Highlander 39. That'll be a Dwight Price of Realty Executive's first down. That was a beautiful throw by Zach Lunsford. Rolling out of the pocket, that's a hard throw for a quarterback to make, but Lunsford did a great job squaring the shoulders on the run, following through with that pass, and hitting for right on the money. A Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Alcoa 39 yards away from Pater. And it will be Bonham. Or actually, I'm sorry, I thought he snuck into the game at receiver. That's Braden Anderson. It is Lunsford and shotgun, and the ball is snapped low. Lunsford picks it up, looks downfield. Good play. Just gets, runs outside of the tackle box and just throws the ball away. And, Marty, that's a sign of growth. Because last week, uh, Lunsford on a first down, dropped back, had to escape the pressure, threw the ball into the wind trying to force a throw in the air and ended up getting intercepted by the Roadrunners. And we talked last week about how, as a young quarterback, having to learn that sometimes you just got to lose it down and you got to let it go. And that time you see it there. If he rolls out, doesn't see anything, doesn't try to force it this week, instead does the right thing, throws the ball away, and lives to see another down. So nice job and a good um, good intelligence by Lunsford. You can already see the development as he hands the ball off to Ahmad Sankey there and instant Sankey up the middle for an instant seven yards. It's going to be third and three. And be sure to listen in or look for it online. It's, it's the grindsports.com. Go to the um, SoundCloud for the podcast to re-listen to this game. The podcast is brought to you by Solid Ground Security. And it is Lunsford in a shotgun. And he did draw the defense offside, or it looked like he did. Or did he have to take a timeout? Nope, it was offsides against Scott County, so a good job there by the sophomore quarterback who has a very bright future here at Alcoa. 4.20 left exactly here in the first half, 17-0 Alcoa. They have another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. And it will be Lunsford. And a shotgun, he'll have two backs with him, and that would be Sudrath and Sankey with two receivers left and one right. He's looking left. He's looking. He's rolling left. He's looking. He's got some room to run. He's going to tuck it now, and he'll get down to about the 21-yard line where he's run out of bounds, and that will be just shy, about two yards or three yards shy of a first down, so a nice run there by Lunsford on first down. 
Yeah, had Sutter's open for a minute there, but didn't see the opening. Trying to take it himself, but that's all right. The positive yard is there for Lunsford. And Marty Lunsford, third game of the year um, for him and having a nice season so far for the young sophomore quarterback. Indeed he is. As he's in a shotgun, two backs, and it looked like it would just be a turn and throw to Isaiah Cox. And Isaiah Cox lowers his shoulders, and he's into the maroon rectangle. Is he shy? Four yards shy. Oh, wow. They're going to say he stepped out of bounds. It was close. I thought he got in too, Marty, but they're going to say he stepped out of bounds at the four. So, Alco, a few more yards to go, and then they'll find themselves in the end zone. And from my vantage point, I could not see anything but his shoulders uh, here from the window in the, the press box. And uh, he'll be four yards shy, but that will still be a big pickup for the Tornadoes and a Dwight Price Realty Executives first down with 3.49 left to go in the first half. It'll be Lunsford. He's going to turn. He's going to hand the ball off now to Isaiah Cox, who's looking, looking, mm-hmm. and there's going to be a hold, and that's going to back it up. The running back there, trying to buy time, he just should have basically taken it and gotten around the end, hesitating and hesitating, wait for his block to set up, and it just never happened. And the offensive lineman got out there and, and just grabbed, and that'll cost him 10 yards. Maybe more depending on the spot of the foul. 3.41 left, it's 17 to nothing, Alcoa. Alcoa looking a little sloppy tonight as they may be looking ahead to next week. Well, it's something every year you got to look out for if you're in Alcoa is not getting uh, too caught up in what happens a week, two, three, four in the future. Alcoa early in the season, getting out those jitters, but also can't look too far ahead. And so you do see some of those mistakes, but Marty, it's also early in the season, so some mistakes there are also pretty common. You just want to have them cleaned up by week four so you're ready for the Maryville Rebel. Indeed, and it is going to be second down and goal from the 18, and Lunsford now is going to tuck it and run it after he's received some pressure. And he'll do the smart thing and just run out of bounds as he gets down to the six-yard line. So Alcoa now will have the ball third and goal from the six. It is a pickup of about 11 on the scamper by Lunsford. And you don't find anybody open. They start breathing around your neck, tuck it, and run it. Last week, he was just hanging in there trying to throw things and make stuff happen. And it looks like he's matured a little bit from week one to week two. Yeah, he's done quite well, Marty. It's it's fun to watch his development as such a young quarterback who seems so beyond his years in development. But now he's going to come to the sideline. The Wildcat package is in, and so is quarterback Camden Burton. Two running backs, and it's Summerall and a bad snap as Burden runs it down at the 15 and just turns up field now, and he'll go down in a heap. It looks like there might have been a face mask, but he'll lose yardage back to the 14-yard line, so we may get to see another field goal attempt now by Foley. And, Marty, that's one thing that's difficult about rotating quarterbacks in and out is getting in a rhythm your center and your quarterback being on the same page with the, with the uh, signal caller, knowing when to snap it, snap it, getting used to the cadence. That time, ball snapped a little low. You wonder if the cadence threw him off a little bit there. Um, and so they had a nice thing going there with Lunsford, tried to shake it up, threw things off, and now Lunsford is back in the ballgame. Fourth and goal now from the 13. Lunsford back, looks, looks, looks. Doesn't have anybody. Right, now he's got right. somebody open. Yes, and that is six points as Ronald Jackson – Makes the catch, 
and goes into the maroon rectangle for another touchdown for the Tornadoes. Great job that time by the sophomore quarterback as he used his his feet to buy time and then finds an open Jackson on the left side of the end zone for another Alcoa touchdown. And That's Marty, Everding Orthodontics touchdown. He wouldn't have found Jackson in the corner of the end zone had he not pointed him that direction. Right. Jackson was coming inside on a slant route, and as Lunsford was rolling out, he pointed at him to cut back. Jackson cuts back, creates a little bit of space and a gap between him and the defender. Lunsford puts it in front of him. Six points later, Alcoa with a touchdown, and now an extra point for Jeff Foley is good. And that pushes the lead to 24 to nothing for the Tornadoes with 2.37 left. Let's take a 60-second break. We'll be back with more of the first half. After this message, I'll call 24 Hi, to I'm Bob Ramsey, Scott County. and I am running for re-election to represent District 20 in the Tennessee State Legislature. It has been an honor to represent the interest of Blount County in Nashville. The history and development of our community are at the forefront of the decision I am asked to make in the legislature. Throughout my years of service, your calls, emails, and letters have played a large part in the decisions I have made. With your dedicated civil engagement and insight, I have continued to introduce support and pass legislation you have asked for resulting in growth and progress. There is still much to be done, especially in these unprecedented times before us. Proven leadership and know-how is imperative as we address the difficult issues that lay ahead. When I say your choice for your voice, that means I will continue to fight for your choices. I have yet to waver in my commitment to speak for all of Blount County the best way I know how. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blunt County forward. I'm Bob Ramsey, and I approve this message. It's high end over end, fielded at the 10, dropped by the back back there. That's number 41. Then he darts upfield like I said they should have done earlier. That's William Young, and he returns it out past the 30 to about the 31, and that will be a first down now to start the drive for the Highlanders with two and a half minutes left to go in the first half. It's 24-0 Alcoa. See if the Highlanders can get something going here on offense as Alcoa so far has not allowed them to get very far at all. Most of the yardage positive for Scott County has come from penalties. It has indeed. Shotgun formation for the Highlanders. We will have a preview on the patio next week to preview the Maryville Alcoa game. It'll be at 7 o'clock next Thursday night. Snap is low. It's going to be batted down at the line of scrimmage by number 10. That is Caden Buckles. No. Can't be Caden Buckles. He's not eligible. That's number 18, Newman. Major Newman. That's a that's a 8, not a 10, Marty. <laughs> so, Marty, a uh, secret safe place for newborn social media shout-out. Got some friends tuning in tonight and another dear friend Christina Viaverde listening to the broadcast tonight Christina thank you so much for tuning in hope you're enjoying the broadcast as well as uh, got a lot of friends tuning in and saying everything sounds crystal clear and uh, they're enjoying the show thanks everybody for tuning in I've got some more shout outs to go to it's going to be a pass to the outside and nowhere near the receiver as it's thrown about five yards out of bounds it's incomplete now with 220 and so far on this drive, Heath, the Highlanders have only chewed up 10 seconds, and it's third and 10. And you can probably bet they'll throw the ball right here. If I'm them, I run it and just try to get the halftime down 24 to nothing. 
give the ball to Alcoa with as little time left as possible. Alcoa has two timeouts, so if they do run, they can use one of those timeouts right here. Shotgun, two backs, three receivers, and now coming in motion left to right is number 24. That is Norris, and the ball goes up the middle, number 44. That is Rowe, and that'll take the ball down to the – or up to the 35. That'll be fourth down, and Alcoa will take one of those two timeouts to stop the ball with 2.13 left to go in the first half. That drive for the Highlanders took 17 seconds off the clock. 2.13 is plenty of time for the Tornadoes to score. And, Heath, let me ask you this question. In a two-minute offense, who do you want running that if you're the Alcoa coach? Marty, I think if I'm Alcoa, I want to get Lunsford in there. He's been getting the ball quick out of his hands. He's uh, really just been fluid throughout this game tonight. He's made some press passes. He's been really smart with the football as well. I'd like to see him here in a two-minute offense and get a good look about what you might have next week against Maryville because that's really the question is we're preparing these young men uh, throughout these first three games to get into the biggest game of the season so far in Maryville next week. You want to know what you have, and it's after losing Sam Bolton last season, they have got to figure out what they have at quarterback, and they found some unique things with this kind of trifecta of Lunsford, McCrary, and Burden. But I think Lunsford's probably right now – the best passer I've seen out of the three. He is, and I believe that Alcoa is, in a, what, I mean, minus the experience, I think Alcoa has better quarterbacks this year than they had last year. Nothing against Mr. Balton. Very poised, had the experience, won a state championship, but I just believe the athletic ability on the field now for the Tornadoes and the accuracy is just a little bit better. And the kick is away. It's high, end over end, not a good one. It's a wobbler, fielded by Camden Burden, oh, wow. and he fumbles it, and I believe the Tornadoes were able to get back on top of the loose pigskin at their own 45-yard line. They are, and they're very lucky right there. I was about to tell you, Marty, it's the first time I've seen them get under the football on a punt return. Maybe that's why, as he had trouble coming down with it, fumbled it away, was able to fall back on it, but they're going to have to be able to come down with punt returns for next week, and so that's something they're going to have to clean up. Maryville will have kids that will be able to kick the football. Oh, yeah. And if you let it hit and roll, you're going to give up some 70, 80-yard punts. Yeah, absolutely. And that's going to be even more difficult to move the football down the field, having uh, a disadvantage in field position. And it is Lunsford back at quarterback. And he's got three receivers right, one left, one back to protect him. It's just a down and out to Isaiah Cox who makes the turn, gets upfield inside Highlander territory and chased out of bounds at the 45. It's going to be very close to a first down, depending on the spot. And, Heath, that's got to be a first down, doesn't it? Yes, it will be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. And it's going to be a screen out to Sankey at the 45-40. Cuts back 35-33 yard line where he's brought down. That will stop the clock. That'll be another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down as the Tornadoes continue to move the football. And it will be snap. It's back to Lunchard. He's going to roll left. He's got a receiver open down there, and he hits Cox again. Cox able to take it upfield, and they're going to say he stepped out a yard shy of the first down. 
but that will stock the clock as he steps out at the 26-yard line of the Highlanders. In a minute, 40 seconds left to go, and Heath, Zach looked very good on this series. And the reason Alcoa may be playing three quarterbacks all year long, who does Maribel prepare for next week? That may be the litmus test there. Well, um, Lunsford shotgun, three receivers right, one left, and one back. He's going to throw. He's got a receiver oh. wide open. If he would have looked the other side, Burden was completely wide open. Mm-hmm. He goes to he goes towards Braden Anderson and just overthrows him. But just uh, once again, the youth and he's learning as he's playing now. That's going to be third down and two with a minute twenty nine left to go in the first half. But he's learning, Heath. And he is playing very good. But if he would have just taken another second to, you know, get his second read there, it would have been six for Alcoa. Well, and if he would have just gotten that ball just a little bit down there, just a hair down, he would have had Anderson. I think he locked in on Anderson as Anderson's kind of been one of his go-to receivers early on the season when he's been on the field. So it's now third and it looks like about two for Alcoa. Minute 36 remaining here in the first half. 24 to 0 Alcoa, and we'll see what the offense does here as they line up. You got two backs, two receivers right, one left. They move the ball left to right on your listening device. They're just going to give it to Sankey right up the middle. He breaks one tackle, and there's going to be a hold, and that's going to move them back. That'll put it back to uh, probably about the 35 yard line. That'll be out of field goal range, and they'll really have to do a better job of throwing the ball downfield to pick up a first down now, which hasn't been a problem on this drive as of yet. <clears throat> personal foul against Scott County. So hold your horses. The play stand, which got down to the 17-yard line, and now they'll tack on half the distance. So we're looking at Alcoa first and goal at about the 7.5-yard line. Or 8.5. Well, the Tornadoes will take it, Marty, as they'd much rather have a touchdown versus a field goal. A touchdown gets them even closer to your favorite two words. Mercy, Mercy rule. Indeed. And the ball will be placed at the nine-yard line. First and goal for Alcoa with a minute 25 and counting now. As you just said, Alcoa is up 24 to nothing. It is Zach Lunsford in the game at quarterback. He's got two running backs, three receivers. He's going to roll, throw, and throws it the only place he can, <clears throat> but it's incomplete. But they'll live to play another down. It'll be second and goal from the nine. Intended receiver over there was Cox. No, it was Jackson, I beg your pardon, number 13. I'll tell you something, Marty. I mean, you may not want to pull this trick out of the bag this week, but I wouldn't mind seeing something like a uh, jet sweep turned into a pass. Hey, give Maribel something to think about. Yeah. It'll be... Burden and Jackson to the left and Anderson to the right, and they're going to give it to Sankey just off tackle, and he's just going to race to the left pylon and outrun everyone to the maroon rectangle, and that'll be another Everding Orthodontics touchdown for the Tornadoes. The score now 30 to nothing with 108 left to go pending the PAT. What a well-executed drive that time. 
Yeah, nice, nice job by Lunsford moving this offense down the field efficiently, and then a good job by Sankey punching this touchdown in, his second rushing touchdown of the evening. Kick up and doing. That one plenty of leg. And Alcoa now leads 31 to nothing here before half. And Alcoa's got one timeout. And if Scott County doesn't run the ball or take a knee, Alcoa can score again here before the half. But I was told by, you know, one of the coaches that their starters would play at least one series in the second half. They need to be able to do that going into Maribel next week. Yeah, that's a four-quarter ball game, so you definitely want to make sure your players have the endurance and are prepared for next week. Secret Safe Place for Newport Social Media. Shout-out to Luke and Priscilla Davis tuning in to the broadcast tonight. Hope you guys are enjoying the show. Your score right now, for those of you joining in, maybe a little late to the party, 31-0. to zero. Alcoa leads with a minute eight remaining here in the second quarter. Also, shout-outs to Ruthie Williams, Katie Miller. And we'll have more as we go as now we're set to kick for Alcoa. They lead 31 to nothing with a minute eight left in the first half. It's been kind of a long – it was going very fast, and in the last 15 minutes have kind of uh, staggered on, but it's it's been Alcoa and an avalanche of points of late. Remember the first quarter, it was just 10 to nothing. Kick is high, end over end short. Will be fielded at the 15 by the deep man. That is number eight. That is Donovan Allen. And he'll take it out to about the 26-yard line where the Highlanders will start off now first and 10 with one minute exactly left to go here in the second quarter. Marty, we talked about Scott County really trying to slow the pace of this first half run the football a decent amount, run the clock just to try to slow the game down. You wondered if they were trying to just really kind of prevent mercy roll as long as possible and keep it a low-scoring ball game. I'd imagine they'll probably run it a few times here and maybe take it to the half. You would think. We'll see. In motion is number 24. That's Norris. He goes right to left, and there'll be a give to just the big, fast kid out of the backfield. Did he fumble? Yes, he did. The beanbag's down. And I think it's Alcoa football. And number 41 on the carry was William Young, and that kid could scoot, but you got to hang on to the football. And Alcoa will have it at the Highlander 39-yard line with 49 seconds left, and who will be the quarterback? Looks like it's going to be Saftar McCrary getting his chance, Marty, at a quick two-minute offense. You kind of wonder, though, with – 49 seconds left. Do you think he just runs the football a few times, um, once or twice? Uh, no. They'll try to – they'll try to – thanks for listening, Bernie, who's listening in from Bernie Gladden's listening in from New York, New York, big city of dreams. Everything in New York's not always what it seems. As McCrary's in a shotgun, and he looks, he's going to throw to the left. It's Anderson with the catch. He makes one, two, three people miss. Oh, wow. He's off to the races. Oh, and that's a late hit, and I was – Forearm shiver over there on the far sideline. And there's no there's no flag, so, you know, he got up. No harm, no foul, I assume. But, man, did he take a shot to the face over there. 41 seconds left. A nice run that time by Braden Anderson after he makes the short grab. 
and takes the ball down to the 20-yard line and into the common-sense pest control red zone. Negated or neglected to say that all night. The common-sense pest control red zone. Thaftar McCrary in shotgun. Rolling right, looking, looking. He's past line of scrimmage. He's going to run it now, and he does, and out of bounds at the 10. So that will stop the clock. We've got 34 seconds remaining here in the second quarter, and Alcoa at the 10-yard line, trying to see if they can punch it in one more time. And if Alcoa is able to put this in the end zone, then you are looking at now over 35 points for the game, and if you have a 35-point lead over your opponent starting in the third quarter in high school football here in East Tennessee, it's what's known as the mercy rule, and that means the clock starts to run continuously after that. I think it only stops for timeouts, correct? Timeouts or injuries. It is Marty Rule's mercy rule, and just a oh. little bit of just not good communication there. And McCreary throws the ball in the worst place possible, and he, you gooched us. The ball is <laughs> intercepted by number, who was it, number three or six? I couldn't tell who there the was. I think it was River Gray who was the defensive back over there on the near side. Of course, Strunk is a defensive back, too. Um, but regardless... Well, Marty, I'd like to make the argument that it was McCrary who boosted us and not Dunkel, as McCrary doesn't give his wide receiver, Brayden Anderson, time to get to the outside. Instead, he just throws the ball up without watching his receiver try to make a fake on the inside. When he does, the receiver is not ready to come down with the pass and then intercepted by the defense, but there's a fumble into the end zone, and Marty, that's a safety. That is a safety, and there to make it is that Gray Carroll for his first play of the year. And he does. He brings it down. You could put him in a bag. He's sacked. And it is going to be a two points for the Tornadoes. We'll see. Making up for my gooch there, a little bit of uh, play-by-play magic as uh, going into the end zone. And now we get a safety on my uh, play-by-play, Marty. Yeah, yeah, but it's still not mercy rule. We're getting there. <laughs> But that, yeah, Saftar should have just on that last offensive play should have put more air under it or, or thrown it out of bounds, and he's learning to. So, is there a penalty by Alcoa? They called a penalty, Heath. So oh. it's not even a safety. Mm. Oh my gosh! And it's a big penalty too. It's a personal foul. Face mask. So that'll move the ball out to the twenty-five yard line and a new set of downs, and right now the Highlanders are just going to take a knee and go into the dressing room down 31 points, and lucky it's just 31. want to remind you to stay tuned to the Bob Ramsey halftime show paid for by the committee to elect Bob Ramsey, Bob Ramsey treasurer, and the Denzo scoreboard. It'll be the Triple D along with Lincoln right after this message. Three minutes. WKVL 850 AM Maryville and WKVL 100.9 FM Maryville. If you own a SUV or light truck, 
Finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Stevenson Tire show you what the Yokohama Geolander HT Geo 56 can do for your daily drive. Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it's one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. And not only is it built for exceptional all-weather handling, but it's also designed to provide an amazingly quiet and comfortable ride. All this and a mileage warranty up to 70,000 miles. Check out the Yokohama Geolander HD Geo 56 at Stevenson Tire today. 2411 East Broadway Avenue, Maryville, 983-1621. And see what could be the perfect tire for your light truck or SUV. We all come from any walks of life, but no matter where you come from, the Blunt Partnership's goal is to always ensure you and your business are our top priority. In Blunt County, you are family. In the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, there's no greater place to plan a business and raise a family. We'd love to pair up with you and plan for the days ahead. Here, you can have it all at BluntPartnership.com. In Blunt County, we believe in faith, family, and football. That's what our neighbor Jerome Moon is fighting to protect in Nashville. A conservative who stands with our veterans, Jerome Moon cut taxes on groceries and created jobs for Blunt County families. Jerome increased funding for public schools, is endorsed by the NRA, and will never defund our police. Veteran, businessman, leader, Jerome Moon. Paid for by Jerome Moon for State House, Steve West Treasurer. We are Windy City Grill, and we brought Chi-Town Taste to the 865. Chicago-style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. At Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. Welcome in to the Bob Ramsey State Representative District 20, paid for by the committee to elect Bob Ramsey, Bob Ramsey Treasurer, Halftime Show. I'm Heath Dunkel. Alongside of me right now on the headset is Lincoln. And tonight at the half here in the Twin Cities certified in Maryville game of the week, the Alcoa Tornadoes are leading the Highlanders of Scott County High School 31 to zero. Yes, you heard that correctly. 31 to zero. For those of you who are used to listening to Alcoa football, probably not much of a surprise as the Alcoa Tornadoes now blanking the Highlanders and continue their dominance in region play over the last two seasons. As we talked about in the pregame show, Alcoa blanking their regional opponents last season. They outscored them 305 
to zero. Right now, so far this season, they played Austin East last week, started region play 1-0 as they defeated the Roadrunners 55-0, and right now a 31-0 lead over Scott County. With me right now on the headset, as I mentioned a moment ago, Lincoln. And Lincoln, great game so far from Alcoa. Your thoughts of the first half? Um, I, uh, I like how aggressive we are with throwing the ball. I think we should run the ball more, though. Give yeah. it – let Sankey eat. Well, Sankey do his thing? Mm-hmm. Sankey, you know, Lincoln, he uh, didn't get to play last week. I think maybe he was banged up a little bit. But did play week one against Blackman and was quite impressive. As uh, Sankey uh, that week had 20 carries, about 131 yards, and a touchdown. He's already got two touchdowns tonight. It's only the first half. So, uh, I think you're right if there's anyone who uh, – can find his way to the end zone. It's Amaz, thank you. Or uh, Isaiah Cox. Isaiah Cox, absolutely. Four carries so far this season before tonight. Had over 120 yards rushing. He was averaging 26 yards a carry. I mean, almost every time you hand him the football, you got to watch out because he can make a move to the end zone. He did it last week against the Roadrunners, running a 55-yard touchdown early in that ball game when Sankey was out. But, you know, they've got some other talented players in the backfield as well. Not only that quarterback in Safdar McCrary, Lincoln, that can run, but how about the young man, the sophomore, Jordan Harris? Oh, yeah, he is a uh, – I think he'll be great one day. I think he'll be great, too. I think you're right. They said in middle school he was the fastest kid on the field. And so I think he's going to continue to show out this season, his sophomore year, really starting to get acclimated to the high school football field. And we'll continue to be calling his name quite a – yeah, but it's been a good game so far. You know, Lincoln, I think Alcoa now, as they move on to the second half here soon, you know, usually at this point they start to put some of those backups in. But not this week. And that's because next week they face one of their biggest opponents of the season. Can you tell everybody who that is? Uh, Maribel. Maribel. The Maribel Rebels. And uh, the Maribel Rebels are no joke. Mm-hmm. They're tough every single season in what's known as the Battle of Pistol Creek between these two schools. And, uh, Lincoln, do you know how that series got its name? Um, actually do not know. Here you go. So we'll talk about it. So early in the 1920s, okay, there was a company that wanted to bring an aluminum plant down here, and Maribel tried to entice them to bring them down to Maribel. This Pittsburgh aluminum company wasn't really quite sure what they were wanting to do. Well, while the Maribel businessmen were out of town, I believe they were in Nashville, the aluminum company came down but built the plant outside of Maribel. And so because of doing that in their own place, Maribel got a little irritated about that. And all the kids in that area that were going to school at Maribel, they, they kicked them out of the school and said, you'll have to figure it out. And so what they did instead is they decided to create their own community. And uh, Alcoa stands for Aluminum Company of America. And that is how Alcoa got Started. And so that is how things picked up. A few years later, these two schools started playing each other in football, and they've pretty much been playing almost every year ever since. So an impressive series called the Battle of Pistol Creek. It's also called the um, the uh, Rivalry Forged in Molten Metal as well, another nickname for it. We'll certainly be talking about that a lot more over the next week. Make sure you're tuning in to the Monday Morning Quarterback, and we'll talk about how the game's finished out this week in the area. Um, and then we'll really get ramped up as we get ready for next Friday. But don't get too far ahead of ourselves. We've got a 31-point lead, Lincoln, but we still got to stay focused in the second half. Yeah, I agree.
Now, when you see the quarterbacks that play Lincoln, you saw Camden Burden start, but you saw the other ones rotate in. If you're out Alcoa here and you start the second half, who do you think gets the, gets the snap? Camden Burden. You think Camden Burden, okay. So you think they go back to that wildcat package, let Burden do his thing, continue to mix it up, certainly makes it difficult for a defense to have three different quarterbacks play. Uh, you probably know that a little bit a little bit all too well, as you're the backup quarterback for your team, the starting slot wide receiver, and also the the free safety, starting free safety on defense. So um, this should be a fun second half. We're certainly excited to talk more about it. But, uh, Lincoln, thanks again for joining in with us. We had you on the pregame, had you on the halftime, and you'll definitely have to continue to do your thing with us each and every week that we're back at home this season. But we're going to take a three-minute break when we come back. Scott Dunkel and Trevor Dunkel here to bring you the statistical update from the game so far. And then Trevor Dunkel on the headset to give you the scoreboard update, the Denzo scoreboard update as well. We'll be back here in just a few minutes. Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, and I am running for re-election to represent District 20 in the Tennessee State Legislature. It has been an honor to represent the interest of Blount County in Nashville. The history and development of our community are at the forefront of the decision I am asked to make in the legislature. Throughout my years of service, your calls, emails, and letters have played a large part in the decisions I have made. With your dedicated civil engagement and insight, I have continued to introduce support and pass legislation you have asked for resulting in growth and progress. There is still much to be done, especially in these unprecedented times before us. Proven leadership and know-how is imperative as we address the difficult issues that lay ahead. When I say your choice for your voice, that means I will continue to fight for your choices. I have yet to waver in my commitment to speak for all of Blount County the best way I know how. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blunt County forward. I'm Bob Ramsey and I approve this message. West Chevrolet, doing business in Blunt County for 88 years. West Chevrolet is located on the airport motor mile and has been a leader in our community serving the good people of Blunt County for four generations. Whether you're looking to buy new, pre-owned, or get service for your automobile, think West Chevrolet. West Chevrolet is happy to partner with all the local high schools and wishes everyone a happy and safe fall season for your sport. Whether you're a tornado, rebel, mountaineer, or governor, you can find the auto, help, or service you need at West Chevrolet. Reach us at 970-9378 or online at westchevrolet.com. You can also find us on Facebook. We're here to serve the good people of Blunt County. We do what we say at West Chevrolet. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blunt County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation, review, and assurance services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock & Company online at whitlockcpa.com.
listening to the Bob Ramsey State Representative District 20 paid for by the committee to elect Bob Ramsey, Bob Ramsey Treasurer, halftime as Alcoa leads Scott Islanders 31-0. We're going to give you a little bit of statistics here. I'm Scott Dunkel. I'll let you know how the game's going so far. Scott County, 16 rushing yards on 10 attempts. Five passes, no completions, obviously no yards there. Total plays from scrimmage, 15. They have a total of 16 yards for the game so far tonight. Leading rusher for Scott County tonight is Austin Rowe with 19 yards. Everyone else is in negative digits. Moving over to... I apologize. Let's take a quick break off of that for just a second. We're going to go over to Trevor for just a minute and get the um, Denso scoreboard to let him tell you what is going on right now around the area. Trevor? Thank you, Scott. A couple of updates on uh, professional teams before we hit the uh, high schools. Um, as you saw earlier, and I bet you're happy about Braves beat National 7-1. to one. Uh, but they have a double header today, and you might want to close your ears on this one. The Nationals are leading seven to three, and the end of the third. Um, and then Braves don't come back to the seventh anyway, so I'm not worried. <laughs> so yeah, we'll we'll see how that game ends. And then during halftime, um, I would also be paying attention to the Bucks Heat game. There's about three minutes left in that, and the Heat are leading 102 to 99. So they may be able to go up 3-0 in this series that no one predicted would would even happen. Uh, but let's move on to um, some high school team updates. So uh, first off, we'll we'll start with the region. Uh, all the region teams are playing each other tonight, except for Pigeon Forge. Um, they have tonight off. Um, well, I say all the region teams are playing each other this week. Let me let me say it that way. Since Northview Academy and, and Gatlinburg Pittman played last night, and that game was not even close. Gatlinburg Pittman winning 37 to zero. Gatlinburg Pittman getting their first region win of the season. They're now tied with Alcoa for first place um, up until the end of this game. And if Alcoa wins, then Alcoa takes first. And Gallenberg will be second. Um, and then another region uh, game tonight, Austin East and Kingston. Austin East going into the game um, tied with Northview for last place in the region as they both have one loss in the region. Um, and both teams so far, um, or let me go back, uh, Kingston is 1-0, and Austin East hasn't won a game so far this year. They're 0-2. Kingston's leading that game 21-14 in the second. And then going over to some local games, um, we have Bradley Central traveling to Heritage. Heritage starting off the season with a win, breaking their 25-game losing streak on the beating Lenore City with uh, their first win of the season, then losing to Sevier County last week, but they're not doing too hot in this game as Bradley Central is leading 21-7 to at the half. Um, and then William Blunt starting off the season 1-1. One one. Um, they are uh, they travel down to Udawal tonight to uh, take on the Owls. Uh, William, Blunt lo- or winning, William Blunt leading 14-0 to at the half. Um, and then the uh, Cleveland travels to Maribel to take on the Rebels um, tonight. Maribel leading 13-0 to zero at the half. Um, and then the Greenback was supposed to take on Sunbright tonight, but that game was canceled due to COVID um, concerns. So that um, is postponed. They haven't really announced when they'll play that game. Um, and then Loudon 
taking on Brainerd. Both teams 2-0 and tonight, so one team may be getting their first loss of the season. That is a very close game as Loudon is leading 14-12 to at the half. And then Seymour and Carter battling it out tonight. That game is tied 7-all at the half. And you might want to uh, cover your ears on this one as South Oil is leading Gibbs 24-7 to in the second quarter. And then Fulton traveled to Powell. Powell looking to get their third win of the season. And uh, looks like that might be the case as Powell's leading 29-14 late in the second quarter. And then Dobbins-Bennett hosting Beard and Bulldogs tonight. Um, Beard and both teams trying to get their third win of the season, but Dobbins Bennett is leading that 19 to zero at the half. Um, and West traveled to Carnes. Um, Carnes 0 and 1 so far this season. One of their games was canceled due to COVID. Um, and West leading that game 34 to zero in the second quarter. Hall's looking to get their third win of the season as well, um, leading Clinton, who hasn't won a game so far this year. Um, Hall's 13, Clinton's 7 in the second quarter. And then Hardin Valley travel to Science Hill to take on the Hilltoppers. Hilltoppers are leading that game 19-14 to in the second quarter. Um, and Oak Ridge uh, killing Campbell County so far tonight, 35-0 to at the half. Knox Central taking on Sevier County. Both teams undefeated so far looking to get their third win. Central leading 21-7 to in the second quarter. And then Tyner Academy is losing to Bledsoe County 21-13 to in the second quarter as well. All right. Thank you very much, Trevor. The scoreboard there was brought to you by Denzo. Getting back to our statistics tonight, my computer finally came back on, so I apologize for that earlier. Alcoa, 23 rushing attempts, 137 yards. 11 completions, 17 attempts, one interception for 154 yards, 40 plays from scrimmage, 291 total yards, two rushing touchdowns, two passing touchdowns. And we'll go back to Trevor real fast. Oh, I just wanted to uh, post the uh, – or, or let you guys know about the Trevor's Tornado trivia. Um, again, we have that to this week. Yeah, we'll post it on both Twitter and Facebook. It's brought to you by Windy City Grill. Um, whoever can comment either on Twitter or Facebook first with the right answer will win a $10 gift card to Windy City Grill. And the question tonight is, Alcoa and Scott have met 11 times in the past 10 years. During that time, the two teams have only met once during the playoffs, where Alcoa won 55-28. to 28. Which year did they meet in the playoffs? All right, there you go. Thank you, Trevor. Good luck on answering that question as well. All right, getting back to Alcoa, player passing, Zach Lunsford, 6 of 10 for 98 yards. Saft- or McCrary, 2 of 4 for 34. Camden Burden, 3 of 3 for 22. McCrary has one interception. Lunsford has the touchdown along with Burden. Leading rushers for Alcoa tonight so far, Ahmad Sankey, 11 carries, 78 yards, two touchdowns. Isaiah Cox has four catches for 56 yards, as well as Alcoa, again, is leading Scott or the Scott Highlanders 31 to nothing here at the halftime as Alcoa is coming back on the field to get warmed up. We are going to take about a two-minute break. When we come back, Marty and Heath will get the third quarter started for you 
Again, you're listening to the Bob Ramsey State Representative District 20, paid for by the committee to elect Bob Ramsey, Bob Ramsey Treasurer Halftime Show. Thank you for listening. We'll be back here in just a few minutes. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. We all want our loved ones to be safe. Denso in Maryville is at the forefront of creating technology for safer vehicles while keeping their employees safe with social distancing, face coverings, thermal screenings, and more. Join the exciting automotive market with Denso in a fast, challenging, clean, and safe environment. Starting hourly pay is more than $14 with an increase to more than $15 after 90 days, plus 401k, paid holidays, and vacation. Start your future now. Visit DenzoCareers.com production to apply. Equal Opportunity Employer. Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, and I am running for re-election to represent District 20 in the Tennessee State Legislature. It has been an honor to represent the interest of Blount County in Nashville. The history and development of our community are at the forefront of the decision I am asked to make in the legislature. Throughout my years of service, your calls, emails, and letters have played a large part in the decisions I have made. With your dedicated civil engagement and insight, I have continued to introduce support and pass legislation you have asked for resulting in growth and progress. There is still much to be done, especially in these unprecedented times before us. Proven leadership and know-how is imperative as we address the difficult issues that lay ahead. When I say your choice for your voice, that means I will continue to fight for your choices. I have yet to waver in my commitment to speak for all of Blount County the best way I know how. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blunt County forward. I'm Bob Ramsey and I approve this message. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653 or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865-389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. Folks, do you want the best mortgage rate and terms available? Go local. Volunteer Home Mortgage is home-owned and home-operated. We're part of your community. When you buy or refinance with us, you're helping local folks who shop locally, too. That's Neighbors Helping Neighbors. Call me to see how your local wholesale mortgage broker can help you get the best possible mortgage rate and terms. 
I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. 865-238-7500. NMLS 1641325.
about 13 here in the second half. That may almost duplicate what they did in the first half. And it'll be shotgun by Chambers. Shrunk will move back behind the quarterback. And he'll get the ball. Off tackle. He'll pick up maybe a yard. It's going to be third down and 11. And not the position you want to be in if you're Scott County. Clock running. It's under nine minutes now, 849 and counting. It's still 31 nothing. Alcoa. Love to get to Mercy Rule. Shotgun, it is Chambers. He's got big number 44. That is Rowe next to him in the backfield. And he'll have four receivers on the field with one to the left, three to the right. They move left to right on your listening device. And he'll be chased down and put him in a bag. He is sacked. The first one to him was number 40. That's Bonham. And then there to clean up was Summerall and Carroll. Actually, the first one to him, I believe, Heath, was Braxton Ballman. Yeah, you're, you're correct, Marty. Braxton Ballman that time making the big play and moving the Highlanders in the wrong direction. And the Highlanders will now be forced to punt again and back to receive Isaiah Cox and Camden Burden. We'll see if they can get under this one and able to bring it down. And they set up a return. And it will be kicked over the head of Isaiah Cox, and he'll chase it down at the 23. Now he's going to find his wall. He's got one man to beat and not able to do so as William Young, the guy with some wheels for the Highlanders, runs him out of bounds where Alcoa will take over first and 10 from their own 36. And it will be Zach Lunsford to start the second half for Alcoa. And Cox comes up a little gimpy after that play as he tried to stutter step and then put a stiff arm out. And when he did, I think his leg just kind of locked a little bit, hit the turf. He's up and kind of hobbling back, back and forth on the sidelines, just trying to get his leg going again. He looks to be okay, but it's going to have been a much scarier. Now is Lunsford in on offense. And it is going to be a give to Sankey. Big hole as he gets out near midfield and he breaks more tackles into the 45 and down to the 40. And at about midfield, there's a yellow hanky. So we'll see what happens. I think there may have been a face mask, Keith. Yeah, I think you may be right, because, Marty, that's way back in the defensive backfield. Looks like it might have been when one of the players hit Sankey. And quickly, a secret safe place for newborns of Tennessee social media shout-out going to Josh and Leslie Livingston. And also Gray Livingston that says hello. Thanks, guys, for listening. I appreciate it. Appreciate the compliment. And it was a personal foul face mask, and that will move the ball all the way to the Highlander 25-yard line, and that will give the Tornadoes uh, Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Zach Lunsford in the game at quarterback, working from a shotgun. He's got Sudras, the only back in the backfield with him. He's going to throw. He hits his receiver. That's Anderson. And Anderson with a little dosey do at the 20, and he will run into the maroon rectangle for six more points for the Tornadoes. And what an athletic play by Braden Anderson. That was just a little uh, hip move and into pay dirt for number 99 and the Tornadoes. And that's another Everdeen 
Orthodontist. Epperding Orthodontics. Oh, I can't even say it now. Tongue tied. <laughs> Touchdown for the Tornadoes, and it'll be Foley on to kick now for the Tornadoes with 6.55 left in the third. It's 37 nothing. Kick up and doing. We're going to take a 60-second break. When we come back, we'll have more third-quarter action from Goddard Field and Alcoa as the Tornadoes lead the Highlanders 38-0. to Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. At Goddard Field, where the Tornadoes just have extended their lead 38 to nothing over the Highlanders. And after this kick, Heath, we will be in Marty Rules, Mercy Rule. Kick high, end over end, angled toward the far sideline. It bounces at the 30, and the Highlanders will let it roll out of bounds, and they'll get the ball in good field position at the 35, trailing by 38. Marty, exactly what I talked about earlier, Jeff Foley does this quite often where they have him kick that angle kick. I'm not sure if he's just not able yet to push it all the way to the end zone. So they feel like that gives them a little bit of an advantage, preventing the return team from getting anything going and the potential of being able to come down with the football. But it also causes Alcoa many times for that ball to go out of bounds and create a penalty. And you see it there. You've seen it happen a few times this season. Certainly something they will have to work on with their kickoff team. And so, Marty, we're seeing some issues with the kickoff team. We're seeing some issues with the punt return team. Special team seems to be the theme that might need to be focused on in practice this week as the offense and defense looking pretty good. They are indeed. It is going to be Chambers and a shotgun. He'll have the quick back young next to him in the backfield with the receiver to each side and a tight end on the right. He's going to be in trouble. He's oh. going to be put in a bag and sacked. All the way back to the 31-yard line, and he gets up very, very slowly because he got hit on both sides that time. A number 30 for the Tornadoes, that's Aaron Davis, and number 41, Jude Green, both backups. And it looks like there is a plethora of substitutions now for the Tornadoes. Summerall remains in, as does Ronald Jackson and Isaiah Cox, but there's a lot of young kids playing now for Alcoa. Nice shotgun. The quarterback and, uh, has to be in some pain, Marty. He got twisted like a pretzel a minute ago. Well, look at him. Yeah. He just said, please don't call my number right here, Coach, as they <laughs> hand the ball to Young. Young will pick up maybe a yard or two as he gets back to the 32-yard line, and it will be third down and 13, and this is where he's got to have all his – facilities together is, you know, you know they're probably going to try to go to the air, but if you're going to do your quarterback a favor, just hand the ball off to Young right here and get off the field. 
And a bunch of youngsters on the field now for Alcoa. Shotgun for Chambers and Scott County. Snap will go back. He's going to take a three-man, three-step drop, and he's going to immediately get sacked. As he sets up number 45, that is Braxton Bowman all over him. No time to even set up the throw on a three-step drop, Heath. And the Tornado's coming at you. They've laid their ears back now, Heath. Yeah, nice play that time from Bowman getting into the backfield. Quarterback Stallum coming back quick as Solomon Tyson also getting into that backfield quickly. Tried to escape the pressure and fell right into the hands of Bowman. So a fourth down and having to punt the football again. Just nothing doing tonight for the Highlanders. And it is a shrunk in the kick. The left-footed punter hits this one pretty good, and Alcoy just lets it hit again. Neither back even tries to go near it, and it'll be downed at midfield. And let's take a quick 30-second timeout, and we'll be back with more third-quarter action on the Twin City Certified Marable Game of the Week. Alcoa up 38 nothing. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maribel be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel. We're back, and it's Alcoa with the football. And on first down, it is Sadfar the Barbarian McCrary taking the snap, and he'll go down for a loss back at the 43-yard line, loss of seven for the junior quarterback. Alcor still leads 38 to nothing, and the clock is running with 225 left to go and the third. And there is an album on an auction that I really want to bid on here. This is what happens when you get the mercy roll, folks. <laughs> yeah, turn on the, the vinyl auctions. <laughs> and it is McCrary back. Shotgun's going to turn and give to number nine. Young man uh, that saw a lot of playing time last week, Jordan Harris, a sophomore. They go six feet, 180. He got a lot of playing time the end of the last season, a lot of mop-up duty last year, Heath, but was really impressive in doing so. Yeah, and we talked about it last week, Marty. I think your future tandem at running back is going to be a little dose of Harris, a little dose of Elijah Cannon going the Cannon-Harris show. You're going to see them going back and forth over the next few seasons. Cannon, a, a freshman, a little bit more of a bruising, tall, just downhill runner. And then you've got Harris, who's a little bit more of the speedster. But you'll see some thunder and lightning over the next few years. Indeed. And it's a quick throw out to number 19 into the game. He makes a good catch and falls forward near a first down is Jamal Williams. He's a 5'6", a buck 35, soaking wet, wearing boots, junior. And it'll be shy of a first down by a about two yards. Little, it's going to be a long two with a minute left to go in the third quarter. Alcoa up 38 nothing, 24 seconds on the play clock, and Alcoa will juice that for all it's worth. Rankin is not one of these coaches that thinks the worse you beat a team, the better you are. There was a coach before Rankin that was here that really laid it to some people, and he was one of the ones that the reason the mercy rule was developed. 
He's gone on to Georgia and had a very successful career down there. Mm-hmm. And Alcoy is going to take a timeout with 35.6 seconds left in the third. We're going to take a Lloyd's Lawn Care timeout with them, and we'll be back with more second-half action between the Tornadoes and the Highlanders after this. Alcoy 38. We are Windy City Grill, and we brought Chi-Town Taste to the 865. Chicago-style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. At Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville. We're back at Goddard Field, and punting now will be number 99. Is that Braden Anderson? And a great job as he basically coughs and corners it and is downed and prematurely downed. Is that Harris at the five-yard line? And he could have let that roll all the way down to the goal line, Heath. I think that was Eddie Salter who uh, grabbed it just too soon, got it down to around the that is six. Five or six-yard line. And, yeah, Marty, if he would have let it go a few more, it probably would have landed on the one if they had let it. You know his teammates were saying something to him because he, after he downed it, he just kind of looked up at him and shrugged his shoulders. And that's going to be it for action in the third quarter. Let's take another 60-second break. Remind you, you're listening to the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week right here on Rocky Top Sports, WKVL.com. Back with fourth-quarter action after this. 38-0, Alcoa. Back to the old to-do list again. Let's see. Climb Mount Lacotte? Done. Snorkeling with the dolphins off the coast of Florida? Done. Barreling over Niagara Falls? <laughs> nah, too risky. How about rediscovering Cades Cove in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park? Hmm. Easily drive or hike to view the scenic mountain beauty and wildlife. I'm downloading the Cades Cove app at cadescoveapp.com today. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. and it'll be a handoff at the five-yard line. Actually, the quarterback will keep and will get buried for his diligence as he gets the ball out to the eight-yard line. And I've just, I've just been on uh, 
Peter Gabriel's self-titled album with Salisbury Hill on it. And nobody else is going to be it. I may run away with this one. I have to turn this into uh, the second half of Mercy Roll Games into uh, Marty's Music Mania. Yeah, there's a guy that does a totally, totally tubular, tubular <laughs> 80s show. My tongue is tied now. Handoff right up the middle to Young. He has a pretty good run at it and will get out near the 15. He'll be about three yards shy which will set up a third down and three with 10.50 left to go in the game. And Christy Schneider just told me she heard me singing. Yeah, we're back on the air with bumper music. I got rid of all of Heath's music this this summer and installed we've, my uh, bumper music. We've lost some listeners due to it. I'm going to have to work on no, that. We'll have a vote. Who likes Marty's Crickets. bumper music? <laughs> I'm trying to look up stuff and make sure nobody outbids me on this. But anywho... Back to the field. Another quarterback in the game now is number 10. That's Alton Wade. Uh, how did they not call that? They got they got Alcoa to jump again somehow. Alcoa got away with it, but uh, third and short. And they're going to take a timeout. We'll take another timeout with them just so we can come back to some more of Marty's good bumper music. Back in 60 seconds. West Chevrolet, doing business in Blunt County for 88 years. West Chevrolet is located on the airport motor mile and has been a leader in our community serving the good people of Blunt County for four generations. Whether you're looking to buy new, pre-owned, or get service for your automobile, think West Chevrolet. West Chevrolet is happy to partner with all the local high schools and wishes everyone a happy and safe fall season for your sport. Whether you're a tornado, rebel, mountaineer, or governor, you can find the auto, help, or service you need at West Chevrolet. Reach us at 970-9378 or online at westchevrolet.com. You can also find us on Facebook. We're here to serve the good people of Blunt County. We do what we say at West Chevrolet. song to lead us back from break as we look down the field. That is actually, I think, what number is that at quarterback now? It's a new one in the game. It looks like number 10 at first. Or is that, no, is that number 11 still in there? Yeah, it is. Uh, good thing they're playing on artificial turf or his jersey would be filthy right now. He's been on his back most of the night. Takes snap, fakes the give. Actually gives it now to number 41 Young right up the middle. And Young darts out to what looks to be a first down for the Highlanders with 10 minutes remaining. And I did win the Peter Gabriel album. And I don't know what this one is, so we're back to the game. Shotgun formation. For the Highlanders, it's number 11. Chambers still in a quarterback, taking a beating. Number 41 in, in Young is his back with two receivers to the right, one to the left. Gets a snap, gives it to Young. Young just gets past the line of scrimmage out to about the 20. He'll pick up about a yard on the carry, maybe two. It'll set up second down and a long eight. Let me say he's just shy of the 20, or are they going to let play it, place it right on the 20? Just shy, just a knuckle shy. 9.06 left to go. And it is 
Chambers in a shotgun. He's got Young again. He'll turn and give the ball to Young. Young's got a little hole and a little crease. That's all he needs, Heath. And he's a decent little back that takes it out to the 36-yard line. Both of these teams enter tonight's fray at 2-0, and albeit Scott County won by forfeit last week. Yeah, Marty, defeating Cumberland County 20-12 to in their first week last week, getting a 1-0, to as they will put it, win, a COVID win, as we call it this year, against um, Whitley County due to Whitley County having to back out and forfeit that ball game. The 2-0 Scott County will receive their first loss of the season tonight. And as you mentioned, Marty, the young running back hits the hole quick. Um, and it does a really good job of doing that. It's got a lot of a lot of wheels. They'll give it to him again. Yeah, they will. And he's got it around the end and has broke three or four tackles. Finally ushered out of bounds. I believe that was Isaiah Cox over there to clean up. Finally for the Tornadoes. No, that's number 25. That is Der- Derek Foster. And a good, another good run by the running back for... The Highlanders, albeit this is against a junior varsity Alcoa defense. 7.30 and counting now. Left to go in this ball game. And I did. I do have another shout-out coming. I'll get to you guys, I promise. And Chambers awaiting staff. He's got two backs with him in the backfield. One is Young and the other is Rowe. It'll be Young taking it, going around right in and getting nothing and locking it. It's 7-10 left to go. I got another secret safe place for newborns of Tennessee social media shout out uh, to Hank Snyder, Hack, Terry Tuttle, Walleye, not sure who that is. I, I, I probably would, but Scott Atkins and Angie Bales. Kevin and Carla Gorley. What's up, guys? Go Cowboys. And a shout-out to those guys. And I know that Christy was also asking for one, too. So her and Hank are both texting, and that's fine. Glad I could uh, spend some time with them earlier this year. We missed a concert as the ball goes out for about a four-yard gain. The quarterback kept it that time in Chambers. 41 young on the carry again. But we missed the Motley Crue, Poison, Def Leppard, and Joan Jett concert on August the 9th due to COVID. Um, that's been rescheduled for about the same time next year. Still got the tickets in my phone. I look forward to our group going down to Hotlanta for that show. And to Heron, that's going to be one of the guys on the trip, is a couple of rooms over from me here tonight uh, doing the video for the Tornadoes. And it is shotgun. It'll be once again. Oh, gosh. Young takes a big hit that time. Right as he took the handoff, and he's lucky he held on to that one, as he got blasted. Marty, that time got hit by Elijah, shot out of a cannon, getting into the backfield with a tremendous hit. Man, he destroyed him right there. And, I mean, he stopped. And, I mean, looked like he jerked. Five and a half minutes left to go. It's 38 nothing. Alcoa. Cannon, Marty, I think Cannon could be Alcoa's next great Carroll on the defensive line. Yeah, he's going to be good. He's going to be really good. I wonder who his parents are. And under center now, no, it's a center in the, or the punter in the game now. Another left footed kick will be fielded this time. Fair caught by number 28. 
Number 28 there on the fair catch. That's Jacob Fallman. He's a freshman and a uh, big kid, too, to be a freshman. I'd look nothing like that when I was in high school. These kids now are just so big. I was going to say, Marty, you still look nothing like that. Nah. <laughs> Marty still stays in shape. Somewhat. I'm old. It is going to be a, shot, or a shotgun for the quarterback, Zach Lunsford, in the game. He's played a really good game when he's been in there. Oh, yeah. Receiver to each side to give will be to Cannon, and Cannon will take the ball out to the 35-yard line. About a pickup of three for the Tornadoes. It'll be third down or second and seven with just over four minutes left to go. And Alcoa taking their time. It's Lunsford looking at the play clock. It started. Now he gives the play to the offense as they go to the line of scrimmage. 4-3 defense for the Highlanders. Lunsford back, looks, going to throw quickly oh. out to the side. And using a little bit of an alligator arm approach was Isaiah Bryant, a junior. Should have been caught, but he, he was looking to get nailed. And you gotta, you're going to get hit. You might as well catch the ball. And that ball was in and out of the arms of the Alcoa receiver. Yeah, unable to come down with it and almost intercepted yeah. uh, on that play as the ball kind of flipped out of his hands like soap went up in the air. But luckily, Scott County unable to get to it in time. So third and seven now for Alcoa. Three minutes Ooh. and 20 seconds remaining and counting here on the fourth quarter. And, yeah, Marty, that score for here just doesn't look too good. As Cannon gets the call on third and long, and he'll take it out past the 40 to about the 41, it'll set up fourth and one. And if I'm Alcoa, I may just go for it right here. I'd give it to Cannon. Yep, and I believe they are going to go for it. Lunsford looks like he wants to go back out. And, yeah, at the end of the third quarter, it is uh, Bradley Central 35, Heritage seven looks like the Mountaineers will fall to one and two so they got that victory to start things off and, and put a pretty good effort up last week at Sevier County and then tonight they they've laid an egg as our heritage correspondent Josh Livingston with the score he gives the cannon cannon behind the line will pick up room all the way out to the 46 yard line that will be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down for the Tornadoes with 2.15 left to go in the game. It's 38-0 Tornadoes. Nice run there by Cannon, moving the chains. Dwight Price of Realty first down, and out back comes Zach Lunsford. Looks like to the right of him it may be um, Salter there to uh, – Lead block for him. He drops back, but before they can get things going, there appears to be a timeout on the field. That timeout will go to Scott County. We'll take one with them. Marty, 30-second break as Alcoa leads 38-0 to with a minute 51 left here in the Twin Cities Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. We'll be right back. In Blunt County, we believe in faith, family, and football. That's what our neighbor Jerome Moon is fighting to protect in Nashville. A conservative who stands with our veterans, Jerome Moon cut taxes on groceries and created jobs for Blunt County families. Jerome increased funding for public schools, is endorsed by the NRA, and will never defund our police. Veteran, businessman, leader, Jerome Moon. Paid for by Jerome Moon for State House, Steve West Treasurer.
We are back at Alcoa High School. Alcoa has the ball first and 10 at their own 48. Lunsford back to pass. He's got a receiver open, and making the grab is number 28, 26. That is Isaiah Bryant, and that ball was perfectly thrown on an out and moves the ball into Highlander territory at their 39. Clock running with a minute 30 left to go. And it will be Lunsford in a shotgun again. Hurry up. One receiver right, two left. The give will go to number six. That's Salter. He needs to follow that block outside, and he might have taken that all the way. Instead, he cuts it back inside. It'll still be enough for a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down at the Highlander 27-yard line. Good run that time by the junior, Eddie Salter. 5'6", about 55. Under a minute left to go now at about 55 seconds. Alcool will need to snap the ball one more time. It's 38 nothing Tornadoes here at Goddard Field. Next week, next up, the Maryville Red Rebels. Zach Lunsford in a shotgun, takes a snap, hands the ball off to Salter. Salter bounces outside, turns it upfield, and goes down to about the 22-yard line, and that will be it. I think that'll be that will be the last snap of the game. Alcoa will win 38 to nothing and go into the battle of Blunt County next week. 3 and 0 against the Red Rebels who look to improve to 2 and 0 tonight over at Jim Renfro Field and Stanley Skeeter Shield Stadium. That's where we'll be next week. Eddie Salter with the give, he'll take the ball down to the 15, and that'll do it. The clock and horn goes off, and it's Alcoa 38. The Scott County Highlanders nothing. And as I said, next week we will have a special Thursday night preview show that will air at 7 o'clock next Thursday. Follow us on social media for more details and on the stations of WGAP and WKVL 100.9 FM and 105.9 FM. AM 850 and AM 1400 for more details, but we will have a pregame or pregame preview next week, next Thursday night. We're going to try to do it on both stations. Um, if not, like I said, just follow us on uh, social media for more details. We're going to take a break, but after the break, stay tuned for the Triple D team as they bring you the Bob Ramsey postgame show brought to you by Bob, brought to you by the committee to elect Bob Ramsey, Bob Ramsey Treasurer, and the Denso Scoreboard. So we're going to take a two-minute break. When we come back, we'll have final stats and scores from around the area on the Denso Scoreboard right after this. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services including payroll processing, bookkeeping, 
individual and business tax returns. Compilation Review and Assurance Services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at WhitlockCPA.com. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. We all want our loved ones to be safe. Denso in Maryville is at the forefront of creating technology for safer vehicles while keeping their employees safe with social distancing, face coverings, thermal screenings, and more. Join the exciting automotive market with Denso in a fast, challenging, clean, and safe environment. Starting hourly pay is more than $14 with an increase to more than $15 after 90 days, plus 401k, paid holidays, and vacation. Start your future now. Visit DenzoCareers.com production to apply. Equal opportunity employer. Bob Ramsey State Representative District 20 paid for by the committee to elect Bob Ramsey, Bob Ramsey Treasurer, post game show. I'm Heath Dunkel alongside Scott Dunkel now on the headset. A great game so far for Alcoa. They were able to close this one out, Scott, 38 to 0 over Scott County. A brilliant win, and uh, Alcoa moves to 3 and 0 and remains undefeated in region play. Also, Heath remains unsported upon. Yeah, so well, Blackman scored upon him the first week, but yeah, remains undefeated okay. in region play, unscored upon okay. in region Defense play. Defense has been unscored upon. <laughs> Defense has been unscored upon this season. You are correct with that, absolutely. And you'll know that and even more so as you are our statistician. So why don't you tell everyone the final statistics for tonight's ball game? All right, Heath, thank you very much. Obviously, the score, uh, first statistic that stands out, Alcoa 38-0 over Scott. Scott County tonight, 39 rushes on 28 attempts. No completions on five attempts, 39 total yards, 33 plays from scrimmage. Tonight, Alex Chambers was the quarterback. Again, no completions for him tonight for Scott. Leading rusher for Scott County tonight, or Scott tonight, was William Young. 11 carries for 39 yards. Austin Rowe had three carries for 19. Everyone else in negative numbers. That's why the rushing total yardage is down a little bit from what you saw with what I just read off to you. Sorry about that. But anyway, again, Scott County had five first downs tonight and put up no touchdowns, no points whatsoever against the Alcoa defense. For Alcoa, 32 rushing attempts, 200 yards, 14 to 21 in passing, one interception, 203 yards. Total plays from scrimmage, 53. 
total yardage, 403 tonight for Alcoa. Two rushing touchdowns, three passing. And Foley was one of one for 29 yards in his field goal attempt, five of five in his extra point attempts. And Zach Lunsford, eight of 13, 137 yards. And two touchdowns. Seth Arm McCray, three of five, 44 yards and interception, no touchdowns. Camden Burden, three of three, 22 yards with a touchdown. Leading rusher for Alcoa tonight. There we go. Is Samad Sankey, 11 carries, 78 yards, two touchdowns tonight as he led the way for Alcoa. Zach Lunsford, three rushes, 20 yards. Isaiah Cox, one rush, 25 yards. Seth Dara McCrary, three rushes for 16. Also getting into the game tonight, Elijah Cannon, three carries, 14. Jordan Harris, two carries, 14. Ronald Jackson, one carry for four yards. Isaiah Bryant had a catch for 14 yards. Landon, four, two catches, 31 yards. Isaiah Cox, four catches, 56 yards. Ahmad Sankey, a catch for 12. And Braden Anderson, three catches for 65 yards. Heath, that is how Alcala looked tonight. And throw in the fact that 24 total first downs for Alcala as well. Nice. And, and go back to Scott County for a minute. How many total yards of offense did Scott County have? 39. 39, so the first team to have more than 20-something total yards of offense, but a lot of that was against some of the backups later in the game. Um, but 403 total yards of offense for Alcoa compared to 39 from Scott. Um, just pure domination for Alcoa, and I'm sure they were really happy, number one, Scott, to have Greg Carroll back, but number two, to have him healthy and remain healthy. Oh, yes, definitely he. Uh, great game for Gray. He got off to a little bit of a rough start. He was anxious, ready to get in there, had a couple of offsides penalties on him. But for the most part, he had a really good game, and definitely you knew he was out there. Yeah, looked very good tonight. And also someone else who looked very good tonight, uh, Zach Lunsford. Okay. Lunsford had himself quite the ball game, the best quarterback, in my opinion, of the night. As uh, Looking at his statistics, 8 of 13 for 137 yards and two passing touchdowns. He has been, really, Scott, their, their go-to player through the air. Right, he, he has been. He's had a really good year so far. I think uh, McCrary is still kind of learning his receivers. He's not, this is his first year with Alcoa, so he's not quite got that timing down, but he is working on that, I'm sure, uh, during each practice. And then again, Camden Burton tonight, 3-3 three of three for 22. He had a really good, good start in. Really surprised to see him as the starter for tonight, as we expected Sathar or Zach to be out there. But, uh, again, Camden did a great job uh, in center as well. Yeah, not his preferable position, as he prefers defense, usually plays linebacker or safety and wherever they need him to play. But um, Coach Rankin did want him to play some quarterback, had him start at the position tonight. Burden a little bit more of that wildcat package for Alcoa, but he can he can throw it as well as he used to be a quarterback for Sevier County before trans, transferring to Alcoa last season. Um, but uh, yeah, I think maybe the the attempt was, hey, let's just really make things kind of interesting this week. Let's get some action from all three quarterbacks. Let's see what they can do. Try some different things out just to get them more comfortable. Because really, Scott, next week you never know what you're going to need. Um, and so they wanted to really try to get everything perfected and worked on and go over different situations because um, 
next week's where it really matters as you uh, play in Maryville. Now, does it matter when it comes to region play? Does it really affect 3A football? No, not at all. But does it affect who gets bragging rights in Blunt County for the next year? Absolutely. And so these players really want to get a win. And um, really, I mean, it's been a couple years. They want to get back on the board, get another win back on Maryville. I think they got – they um, are looking to kind of get some revenge after last season, and I think they've got the weapons to do it, as a lot of the players last year that were a little bit younger, a little bit more seasoned, and Maryville lost some really talented players off their roster. Yeah, that's going to be definitely a plus for Alcoa, but mm-hmm. Alcoa's got some really good players this year. Defense is really strong. Uh, just want to point out one thing, too, while we're talking about defense, is uh, Major Newman getting the Defensive Player of the Week. Uh, I saw that on the news the other day. Congratulations to him. But to add to that was watching him make that touchdown catch earlier. So not yeah. only on the defensive end, but also on the offensive end. Yeah, um, I think you bring up a great point, Scott, as um, he was someone that uh, typically he plays defensive. Uh, defensive football for Alcoa. You don't necessarily see him on offense, but this season they've started to get him a little bit more on the offensive side of the ball, and you're starting to get his name there too. I mean, he's a very talented athlete. We mentioned on Two Hype Sports on Twitter this week, underrated. Doesn't get enough um, you know, love for how talented of a young man he is, but his name's going to be called a lot more this season. And Scott, I'm going to take a break in just a moment, but before we do, you reminded me of one other thing I wanted to talk about just for a moment. Um, the University of the Cumberlands um, posted out this week as um, a young man uh, on the wrestling team, Grant Brace, an alumni of Alcoa High School, suddenly passed away. Right, um, only 20 years old, obviously a devastating news for the Brace family and the uh, Cumberlands and Alcoa community. And so we just want to lift up our thoughts and prayers to that family, let them know that two life sports, we're certainly thinking about them and, uh, we're, uh, you know, we're, we're certainly so sorry to hear about your loss and know our thoughts and prayers are with you and uh, the Cumberlands and Alcoa community. But we're going to take a two-minute break. When we come back, Trevor Dunkel will join the headset, do the scoreboard updates, and then we'll wrap this thing up and get out of here. You're listening to the Twin City Certified and Maryville Game of the Week. We'll be back in just a moment. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, Call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865-389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense. Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, and I am running for re-election to represent District 20 in the Tennessee State Legislature. It has been an honor to represent the interest of Blount County in Nashville. The history and development of our community are at the forefront of the decision I am asked to make in the legislature. 
throughout my years of service, your calls, emails, and letters have played a large part in the decisions I have made. With your dedicated civil engagement and insight, I have continued to introduce support and pass legislation you have asked for resulting in growth and progress. There is still much to be done, especially in these unprecedented times before us. Proven leadership and know-how is imperative as we address the difficult issues that lay ahead. When I say your choice for your voice, that means I will continue to fight for your choices. I have yet to waver in my commitment to speak for all of Blount County the best way I know how. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blunt County forward. I'm Bob Ramsey, and I approve this message. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, NMLS 1641325. WKVL 850 AM Maryville and WKVL 100.9 FM Maryville. Certified in Maryville game of the week as we're wrapping up here on the post game show as Alcoa defeated Scott County 38-0. Now we want to talk about some of the other games in your area that you may be interested in. So now it's time for the Denzo scoreboard as we turn things over to none other than Trevor Dunkel. Trevor, take it away. Thank you, Heath. Um, so quite a few updates and a lot going on right now. Um, Bradley Central traveled to Heritage. Heritage trying to get their second win of the season after um, snapping the 25-game losing streak at the beginning of the season as they beat Lenore City. Um, but the Bradley Central Bears defeating Heritage 42-7. to It was not a close game at all, um, and that game is final. Next week, Heritage will be taking on William Blunt in the Battle of the Bells, so we'll see how that turns out. And one correction from earlier, I accidentally mentioned William Blount was leading Udawa. Um, instead, at halftime, Udawa was winning 14-0 to over William Blount, but that game um, is, is still Udawa's game as they're leading 24-14, to um, and they just started the fourth quarter. And Maribel uh, scoring a couple more touchdowns, however, was not able to in the game in a shutout as they allowed Cleveland to score one touchdown. And that is final as well, 34-7. to I mean, like I mentioned earlier, Greenback and Sunbright game was uh, canceled due to COVID concerns. They're going to try to reschedule that at a uh, later date. Um, and then last night, Northview Academy traveled to Gatlinburg-Pittman to take on the Highlanders. The Highlanders won 37-0. to um, and then Austin East traveled to Kingston. Um, and Kingston just scored um, late in the fourth quarter, and it's now final, 35-14. to 14. So Austin East now has two, lo- two losses in region play and is in last place as Alcoa just took their second win in region play, and they're in first. And everyone else only has one game in region play so far. You know, Trevor, we got to see Austin East last week, and, I mean, you could just tell the loss of Trey Foster and some of those talented seniors certainly has taken a toll. And I think if there's anyone that's going to be the 
going to get the number two spot. I think it's going to come down to either Gallenberg, Pittman, or Kingston. Yeah, it, it could be, especially how well Kingston beat Austin East. Um, definitely a good game. And then also Gallenberg, Pittman, not even allowing Northview to score. So it could come down to, to either one of those teams getting number two. And then a couple more local games as well. Um, Loudon traveled uh, to Brainerd to take on the Panthers, and uh, that game was was close at halftime. It was 14 to 12, but Loudon um, leading the way, 28 to 18 right now. Um, I think they just started the fourth quarter, and then Seymour and Carter um, playing. It was uh, tied at half, seven all, and then early in the third quarter, Seymour took the lead, taking it 15 to seven. However, Carter just scored again. Um, it's now 15 all late in the fourth quarter, so that that's definitely a good game there. And then again, uh, Scott, close your ears on this one. It's still not a close game as South Oil is leading Gibbs 31 to 10. They just started the fourth quarter, so it seems to be a slow game there. And then Tal looking like they're getting going to get their third win of the season and have another great season like they did last year as they are leading Fulton 43-14. to 14, Or, I'm sorry, they actually just scored, um, and it is 50-14 to 14 in the uh, third, or I'm sorry, fourth quarter. And then Dobbins Bennett hosting the Beard and Bulldogs tonight. That game is not close either, as Dobbins Bennett is leading 40-7. to seven. Actually, that game just ended, so um, Dobbins Bennett gets their third win of the season as Beard and gets their first loss of the season. That's another impressive team, Trevor. Alcoa's going to have to look out for a final game of the season for Alcoa as they will travel to Dobbins Bennett. So they'll be on the road and facing a team that's been quite impressive so far this season. Um, tough schedule for Alcoa this year. Uh, second year in a row, three 6A programs on the schedule for a 3A ball club. Oh, yeah. And uh, William Blunt actually – or I'm sorry, not at William Blunt, but Udawal actually just scored again. It's 31-14. to um, in the fourth quarter, so it looks like Udawal is going to come away with that win. So Heritage and William Blount will both be going into their game one and two. Battle of the Bell. Oh, yeah. Um, but William Blount pretty much owns half the last 20, 30 years. Heritage only having one win. That's all right. We won't talk one. about that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then uh, Tyner Academy traveled to Bledsoe County tonight. Tyner Academy, a team that Alcoa will take on later in the year. Um, Tyner Academy looks like they're going to get their first loss and go one 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 and one as uh, it's late in the fourth quarter. Bledsoe County twenty eight, Tyner yeah, Bledsoe County twenty eight, Tyner Academy thirteen, um, and then uh, West defeating Carnes um, wasn't even a close game, but we could all have predicted that as West gets their third win of the season, they win that forty four to zero. And then Halls traveled to Clinton. It was Clinton's first home game of the season. Clinton just not having a good season so far as they lost to their um, in-city rival, Anderson County, the first week. Um, it looks like they're going to get their third loss of the season as it's 22-7 to Halls leading in the fourth in that game. And then uh, um, Hardin Valley traveled to Science Hill to take on the Hilltoppers. That game is not close either as Science Hill is leading 41-14 to in the third quarter. And then Knox Central taking on Sevier County. Sevier County, the, the team that beat Heritage last week, 21-14. to But it looks like Sevier County will get their first loss of the season as they're losing that 35-7 to in the fourth. And then Oak Ridge looking like they're going to go 2-1 and one as they play Campbell County. That game is 42-0 to in the fourth as well. 
and a couple of uh, uh, professional uh, team updates. The Bucks losing to the Heat tonight, which was very surprising. The Heat going up 3-0 in that series. Looks like they'll they'll take that. Everyone thought the Bucks would be playing either uh, either LA team, Clippers or Lakers in the finals. So pretty surprising there as to what what will happen um, on on the East side. Um, and then uh, um, Freddie Freeman hitting his first major league grand slam earlier as uh, the Braves inch a little bit closer to the Nationals. It's the bottom of the six. Nationals are leading eight to seven. But like Scott says, the Braves bats always come alive in the seventh inning and, and after that. So we'll see if the Braves can take over that. And Red Sox lost earlier um, today against the Blue Jays, but now they're leading three to one. So keeping my fingers crossed that the Red Sox can actually win a game. Um, and then also going to the Trevor's Tornado trivia, we had a winner tonight. Um, and that the question again was Alcoa and Scott have met 11 times in the past 10 years before this game. During that time, the two teams have only met once during the playoffs where Alcoa won 55 to 28. Which year did they meet in the playoffs? And Kerry Stinnett on Facebook was able to get that correct. The year was 2016. We've had some good guesses this year and some solid winners so far this season, winning the $10 Windy City Grill gift cards. Next week, we're looking to bring out two questions, one for Maryville, one for Alcoa, the opportunity to win a gift card for each. Trevor will have those prepared for you next week. But, uh, Trevor, a lot of great scoreboard updates, a lot of interesting scores from around the area. Um, certainly don't mind seeing William Blunt lose. I'm sorry you didn't hear that. Um, that's Eric Jalum by coming out at me. Um, but next week, rivalry week in Blunt County, as they've really done a great job of scheduling it that way every single season now, as Heritage and William Blunt will face each other. But here's the great thing and what they do, too, in Blunt County that I love, is they're going to play on Thursday night. So Heritage is going to travel to William Blunt on Thursday. They're going to play each other to give those boys an opportunity as well to go watch on Friday night the Maryville-Alcoa game, which is going to be hard to get into this season, not because of a packed crowd, but because of COVID regulations. We obviously want to keep everyone safe, but there will be alternate ways to listen. You want to know one? I can tell you right now, 100.9 FM, Rocky Top Sports Radio, Marty Millsaps, and myself will be on the call next week. That game will begin at 7.30, pregame show at 7, right here on Rocky Top Sports Radio. It will be the Twin Cities certified in Maryville game of the week. Tune in on Thursday night, as Marty Millsaps mentioned and for a preview show, I believe that show will kick off at 7 o'clock as well here on Rocky Top Sports Radio. But we're excited about both. We can't wait to bring both of those to you. A lot of history between those two ball clubs and a game that many in this area look forward to every single season. should be a lot of fun, um, and we hope you will tune in. But thanks again for tuning in to tonight's broadcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. And uh, we're going to close things out here at Alcoa High School as your final score Alcoa 38, Scott County 0. For Marty, Scott, Trevor, Andy back at the studio. I'm Heath Uncle, and until next time, so long, good night, and yes, that just happened. We are Windy City Grill, and we brought Chi-Town Taste to the 865. Chicago-style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. 
At Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maryville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maryville. WKVL 850 AM Maryville and WKVL 100.9 FM Maryville.